five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Very often, ZK and I get into conversations about interesting places where we've done radio shows. It's been a big topic of conversation over the last year or so at different times. And some of the uh, uh, inspiring, some of the strange, some of the uh, interesting places that we've been and where we've conducted radio broadcast. Today, the Thursday morning edition of JM and the AM is being recorded from an unbelievably special place, and that is NCSY Kolel here in Beit Meir in Israel on a Wednesday evening with uh, what is uh, looking to be a uh, not yet completely full, but soon to be completely full base medrash. And I believe it is the first time that we are ever broadcasting a radio show from a base medrash, if I'm not mistaken. And we're trying our very best not to disturb anybody, certainly not to disturb all the Torah study that's happening in the uh, areas in front of us. Uh, we're going to uh, do our best to uh, make sure that we, um, that we don't disturb anyone. And tonight we get the opportunity, or today I should say this morning here at JM and the AM, we get the opportunity to uh, really celebrate not just NCSY Kolel, our hosts here in Beit Meir, but to celebrate an amazing and incredible array of NCSY summer programs, uh, which have become such an unbelievable part of Orthodox Jewish life for uh, youngsters uh, in um, some elementary school classes and, of course, in high school classes. These summer programs have become instrumental to their education. There are many people in this audience who have enjoyed sending their uh, sons and daughters to Israel uh, with one of the NCSY summer programs. And tonight, and on this Thursday morning broadcast, we get an opportunity to really discuss and uh, discover some of the incredible things that are going on in Israel during these summer months. So we are here courtesy of our friends at uh, NCSY. We are here uh, celebrating the amazing accomplishments of all of their summer programs, and specifically tonight, or I should say again Thursday morning, the uh, amazing NCSY Kolel, which is one of the one of the hallmark programs of the summer NCSY programs. And in addition, we'll speak with David Cutler coming up, who leads all the NCSY summer programs. In addition, the first part, I would guess, uh, we'd put it that way, of the Hachnasa Sefer Torah that the Cutlers are uh, are dedicating uh, at Yom NCSY tomorrow night. The first part of that celebration is going to be happening here tonight. So a lot of great noise in the background. That's Torah study that you're hearing in the background. Uh, so a lot of great noise. That's number one. And you'll hear a lot more noise in hour number three when the incredible celebration of the Hachnasa Sefer Torah begins here uh, in Beit Meir, Israel. We have plenty coming up on this Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM during a very special week where we are in Israel, where the world is focused on other things and other places, but we are here in Israel. We'll continue with some music. And then some of our special guests and plenty to talk about on this Thursday morning broadcast. I thank you for listening to JM in the AM. This is a brand new selection from Avram Fried. Ich bin mein Leben, 
J.M. in the A.M. That's Yehuda with Alenu. Avram Freed before that. We are in Israel, and we are doing Thursday morning's J.M. in the A.M. from uh, Beit Meir, from NCSY Kolel. And we were told more than once how... Uh, concerned the people here were about the noise level disturbing us. And of course, like big shots, all we kept saying was, no, there's no such thing. There's no way in the world the noise could disturb us. It's great noise out of the background. And now we're sitting here worried that the study of Torah level here is so loud that our guests may not be able to hear everything we're saying. So That should be our biggest problem. It serves us right, but it should be our biggest problem. Miriam L. Wallach is here. It's a Good Thursday morning. morning. Good morning to you. And uh, this is, I'll tell you, I said it earlier. <coughs> Excuse me, this is a bit unusual for us done shows in a lot of interesting places, but I don't think ever from a base medrash. Certainly not an active one. And uh, courtesy of NCSY and the people at the NCSY summer programs, we get to highlight some of the things that uh, are going on in Israel and in other places this summer, courtesy of David Cutler and company. And uh, so it should be a very interesting show. There's a lot to talk about in terms of what's happening here. Um, But again, a little bit unusual. And the noise level, I have to give these guys credit. The noise level is pretty impressive. This in a is, good way. Yeah, yes. this is what Torah study during the summer at Edziswai Kowal uh, sounds like. It's, uh, <laughs> it's actually very exciting. It certainly is. It's very exciting, and there's a tremendous amount of energy. One of the concerns, as we were discussing the various venues available for this show, was that the noise would be an issue. But we made it clear <coughs> that we don't want this show to sound like it's in a library. Right. It should sound like it's in a base medrash. And this is exactly what we wanted. And let's just say we got what we asked for. Correct. And if uh, if anybody has a bottle of water, that would be even more of what I've asked for. Bottle of water. Wow. Yeah, start with this. Thank you very You're much. Welcome. A little bit of a uh, of a coughing fit here. See, anyway. this is why I'm here, because I need to take over the show. Oh, that's why? That's All why? of a sudden, he doesn't need the water anymore. No, I do need it. I just have to... I'm going to wait a second. But anyway... Okay. Um, so, uh, there are people we have to thank, because there has been an incredible week so far of programming from Israel. It started, believe it or not, on the flight... <coughs> it started unbelievably on the flight with Nefesh Benefesh. With Nefesh Benefesh. And again, our thanks to the entire Nefesh Benefesh team, Rabbi Fass, Tony Gelbart. We have just, it, it, again, our team there, Tani Kramer, Yal Katzman, Ari, Avi, you name it. They were all part of it. They all made it happen. It was, what was tremendous. so unique about it. <laughs> what was so unique about it. Anybody watching on the video, I hope they appreciated that. Um, Anybody watching on the video, I hope you appreciate the fact that I'm sitting in a base metric. <laughs> and what was <laughs> unique about it was the fact that um, we actually built a makeshift studio on the airplane itself. On the aircraft, we actually conducted half of Jam and the Am. And we posted those pictures. Yes, we posted the pictures, and Rabbi Fass and Tony both made it even more fun. So that was, that was a great moment. Anyway, it started like that. We ended up uh, uh, at the Inbal Hotel, one of our favorite places in Israel, for the live lunch yesterday. This morning, or I should say Wednesday morning more accurately, we broadcasted from Rigavim, where we got a tremendous education wow. about so many things going on with the land of Israel. Today, we're with NCSY, enjoying our time with NCSY Kolel, and speaking about the NCSY summer programs. And, of course, Friday's JM in the AM is going to be Yom NCSY from Thursday night, which is a gathering in Israel of all the programs together in what is really a unique and incredible celebration. You'll hear more about that, obviously, tomorrow. As I mentioned, they thank you to the Inbal Hotel. Also, a thank you to our friends at Travel Cell and TravelCell.com, as they are, again, keeping us connected to family and friends and our staff back in the United States. They're at TravelCell.com at 718-382-6500, 718-382-6500. 
6500. We keep emphasizing how Traveler's Choice has helped us with uh, major stuff and the little details about this trip. We thank Yossi and Devorah and everybody at Traveler's Choice. And uh, Mayor Cruder, as we mentioned earlier in the week, was with us when we embarked on this whole mission at Kennedy Airport uh, and that major techest, that whole ceremony with Nefesh Benefesh. Uh, he was with us uh, photographing away as only he can. And we thank him for all of his help, and we recommend him. If all you got to do is go to cruder.com, K-R-U-T-E-R.com, and you'll have all the information you need. So there you go. Those are some of our thank yous, and the people who have been helping us throughout this entire journey. Do we want to start thanking the NCSY people? Yes, why not? Okay, so thank you to David Cutler. Thank you, David Cutler. There, there are some people at the... Uh, thank you to Alan Fagan. Thank you, Alan Fagan. There are people at the OU and NCSY that understood the... Uh, uh, the concept behind all this, being here, seeing all this, um, telling people how Jewish youth is spending their summer, which is pretty cool. This is actually the second, this is our second try at Yom NCSY and broadcasting from Israel for NCSY. That's right. The first attempt. 2014. Was two years ago, correct? Two years ago. Actually, the conversations began way before Tsuketan, right. way before the three boys were kidnapped, way before they were murdered. And we had numerous conversations at NCSY about making this happen. And then, obviously, the summer took a tremendous shift. And the focus for those trips, besides making sure that the kids had the summers of a lifetime, was making sure that they were safe and making sure that their security was always ensured. And that meant focusing on other things than a radio program. Correct, and uh, you may recall that even here in Beit Meir, they spent less time here than they did in other areas of Israel that right. summer. Right. So we truly thank NCSY for not shelving us, but just putting us on the back burner and inviting us back to come a different summer so that we could bring this programming to you. It's actually incredibly heartening to sit in a base medrash in July and looking at a whole bunch of 16-year-olds who could be doing other things but are actively engaged in learning Torah. And I'm not just saying this because I'm here and because there's a mic that's on. I'm saying this because I mean it. And it's remarkable. I know that your boys were on the program, and so you understand this from a parental perspective. But for me, as an outsider, I'm looking at this going, wow, these kids are, they're into it. This is not fakery. This is not putting on airs. They are engaged, and they're not engaged with the Rebbe over their shoulders, and they're not engaged because they have to be. They're engaged because they want to be, and it's, it's lishma. It yeah. honestly is. This is how they decide to spend their summer. Some of us might look at that and wonder <laughs> that this is how We're they... We're on camera when you say that, but by it, the way. It is, it is an amazing accomplishment, and it's a wonderful thing, and they've done a great job. And this job. is the strongest program, right? Well, this is... I uh, guess we'll find out from David. <laughs> we'll find out, certainly, but it's also the largest contingent of uh, NCSY Colel that there has been here since they moved to the Bay Mayor campus. Which was how long ago? Oh, I don't know how many I don't years know. We'll find out. Yet. We'll get the history of uh, NCSY Colel pretty soon. Now, can guests actually hear what's going on, do you think? I think that a couple of guests can hear what's going on. I'm not sure anyone else can, but can frankly... Can you hear what's going on? 
But frankly, can? if it's Thank so God. loud... When I'm in guests, I mean, people we're going to be speaking to, I'm praying that they're actually going to be able to hear what we're saying. No, they'll be able to hear. The, the speaker is directed in their, All right, thank God. in their way. And we should mention that we didn't plant these superly, unbelievably used sparum behind us. <laughs> That's because they've actually been that used. Yeah, these are not props. These are not that props. That rested for the occasion. Right. These are... The, the binding is broken for a reason. They're being held together by tape for a reason because... They are just that used, and I think that that's also incredible. No question about it, and that's our background. This isn't the display area. Right, this is the this use is the area. This is the use area, exactly. In fact, I felt bad because we're set up here in the corner of the base medrash. I, I know it's hard for people to believe, but we really are. We're set up in the corner of the base medrash with hundreds of students you know, in front of us. And Rabbi Sobolowski came over to say hello to me, and I was, of course, you know, glad to speak to him and see him for a minute or two. And then he said, if I may, I just have to get a safer to <laughs> right behind you. I said, I feel terrible that we're actually preventing people from getting to certain sparrow. So, I of course, you, know. you wonder, by the way, if he really wanted to say hi to you. Or if he just <laughs> I know, I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, right. but I think he was after that safer between yeah, me well, and you. you yeah. know. Anyway. That's all right. Uh, that's all right is right. All right, so uh, David Cutler is going to be joining us. Right, Benefits will give us the update on NCSY Colwell. And hopefully this machine that plays the music is actually going to work. Because if not, you know what's going to happen. Then you're going to take over I'm the I'm going to have to take over the music, and, you know and how, I can't and wait. And you know how dangerous that could be. We should also mention how many familiar faces are oh. on this program, not just in terms of the leadership, but in terms in terms of the students. Well, that's why... Are they students or campers? Well, they're both, but that's why... What do why we call I, them? That's why I say that... Or- are they students? Campers. That's why, campers. I say, that's why I say that Orthodox Jewish youth is so well represented. You see people from... I mean, you see youngsters from every school, from every area of the country, from places that we've never heard of, all over the place. And they come together to spend time here. So, like I said, we'll find out more about that as we uh, as And we're we going to... Oh, sorry, I... I can't hear you sitting next to you, so I don't know. What Are you serious? Well, sort of, but I just stepped I've on never you, been told so that my voice is not loud enough. That's much better. That is much better. Yeah. I will also be able to hear about a number of the other NCSY summer programs. Right. We'll he- over this show and tomorrow's show, we will hear from members of Built, members of Give, members of Jolt Israel. Michlelet. Michlelet will be on tonight. And uh, TJJ representatives will right. be on as well. There are a whole host of uh, characters and personalities that will join us. But certainly, the one thing I can promise you, both for this show and the next show, is the energy level will be at max. That's for sure. And it'll sound even more than that here because we're in this enclosed area. All right, uh, more coming up. You're listening to JM and the AM, a Thursday morning broadcast. It is... Uh, it is an NCSY Colel, one of the prized jewels of the NCSY summer programs where we are here at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmam.org, and of course on the NSN app. Male, 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 male
don't you know, don't you really know? Who we are pushed to the ground through our faith, we are found standing strong. Who we are a miracle. Who we are a miracle. Who we were chosen with love and embraced from above. We Extermination was the plan when the devil was a man. But the few who carried on lived a million to our gun. It's been so many years, crying so many tears. Don't you know? Don't you really know? We are pushed to the ground through our faith. We A battle on the news, we are the stars as history repeats itself and makes us who we are. Hate is all around us, but we'll be here to sing this song.
Shalshelis Jr., it's called Yerushalayim here at the JM and the AM Thursday morning broadcast. We're at NCSY Colel highlighting some of the amazing things that NCSY is doing through its summer programs, including Colel, which is uh, really incredible. First time, I believe, that we're broadcasting from a full base medrash. And now I finally understand why David Cutler always says to me that some of the greatest nachas he's ever had is coming to Israel during the summer and seeing all of the summer programs, but uh, among them, NCSY Koa. David Cutler is the director of the NCSY summer programs. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Great to be here. Uh, thanks for joining us and uh, for taking part in our base mentors. I'm in the mood to wish you Mazel Tov, really, on two occasions. One, of course, is you and your wife are preparing to dedicate a Sefer Torah uh, to your parents' memory. Uh, it is Achnas' Sefer Torah, which is really going to span two days, both of which we'll be at, both here tonight and on Thursday night at Yom NCSY, so that deserves a Mazel Tov. Thank you, I appreciate that. But in addition to that, I believe that this deserves a Mazel Tov. The fact that now we see up close and personal what you've been telling us for years, and telling us for years that we have to see up close and personal, uh, what the NCSY summer programs are all about. This one, NCSY Colel, hundreds of boys take a summer, and instead of doing a whole variety of things they could be doing during the summer. There are a lot of great programs out there. There's a lot of wonderful activities people love to do during the summer. They come here to study Torah and spend their days in Israel. So I'll say to you, Mazel Tov on that as well. I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm really happy you're here. Seeing is believing. That's really 100% true. And we actually have a lot of people in Israel this summer for the first time who've been working for us for years, but we brought specially just to experience our summer programs because... They've heard good things, but unless you really are a part of it and you see what goes on in the base medrash, what goes on on our chesed programs and our learning programs, you can't really understand it. So we're, we're happy you're here. It is amazing. Uh, and you continue to add to the programs, always thinking of new ideas and different things that you could add. And it does include places outside of Israel because there is a U.S. component and a European component as well, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. U.S., Europe, Israel, Baruch Hashem. And so you continue to add to those. And uh, you're always thinking of new ways to service Jewish youth. Uh, not always easy to find programs that will appeal to them, but for some reason, I don't know what the exact number is, but you could tell us, some reason your programs have gone ahead and have really hit the heart of the Jewish community and have attracted Jewish youth to spend time in atmospheres like this. How many total summer programs are there now? 14 summer programs. Uh, we have 1,227 teenagers on our programs this summer. <laughs> and uh, tomorrow night, you'll see as one of the videos tomorrow night at Yom NCSY, we are, we are announcing, which we did last year, the new programs for next summer. Three new programs for next summer. Uh, one of them is a very exciting merger with a different program that's already in existence but wants to merge with NCSY Summer. Uh, and that's one of the exciting videos that we have uh, tomorrow night at Yom NCSY. So God willing, next year will be a solid 17 programs. Will, the, will those three be Israel-related programs? Uh, yes, they will. All of them? Uh, no. One of them actually will be quite exotic, not at Israel. Okay, and two will be Israel? Uh, the other two will be Israel. David Cutler is here. He leads the NCSY summer programs as their director. Uh, what is the key to success? Because uh, there are a lot of different institutions, organizations, some even national organizations, that have tried very hard to put together summer programming that would appeal to youth and that would be, end up being successful and attract hundreds in each individual program. Not all of them have been successful. Therefore, I ask you, who have been, what is the secret to the success? So I'd say there are two main components. The number one component really is that all of our programs are growth-oriented. Some programs out there are there because they provide a service, they make financial gain, they're there for, for money purposes. We're literally here to serve uh, the Jewish youth of Klausel, the future leaders of Klausel, in all different aspects. We believe and we know that kids connect to Judaism in all sorts of ways. 
So we have a very, that's why we have a very diverse uh, array of programs. We have programs, again, that learn, programs that tour, uh, programs that, again, for the, you know, for more religious kids, programs for the, for the public school type kids. Um, but they're, they're really all about growth oriented. They're, they're all about chesed, all about Israel advocacy, learning, touring Israel, uh, learn, going through Europe and tracing our Jewish ancestry in Europe. So everything is about growth and, and connecting to your heritage. And the second main component is our staff. We are we literally hire the the world's greatest staff, mechanchim, educators, and people who know how to work with teens and build relationships with teens. They connect with them. They build. They actually build lifelong relationships. None of our none of our summers are a one and done type thing. The relationships you create over the summer are lifelong. You you really we literally say the NCSY summer family. Um, and it's true, the NCSY family is created. It starts with the summer where it's four, anywhere between four and six weeks, whether you're on camp sports in, uh, on the Nary Israel campus in Baltimore or you're here sitting on the NCSY Kolel, you're going to create a relationship with the Rebbe, with the Madrich, with the Madricha uh, that's just unforgettable and, and, and really lasts a lifetime. And the staff that we have, we, we, we have a higher staff ratio to, to kid ratio than, than anybody else out there. On a typical bus of 40 kids, we will have seven staff members. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a, in addition to three Israeli staff members. So you're talking about, you know, seriously, one to four, one to five ratio, even higher here on the NCSY Colo, because it's all about the relationships that you build with the kids. Uh, and therefore, so we, we, we spare no expense. We, we really, our staff are incredible, and they, they're the ones who build the relationships for us. And in addition uh, to the, uh, the Madri Chim you mentioned, for instance, with NCSY Colo, there are rabbis, there are really prominent rabbis in our community, 100% who, again, you might think, they're coming to Israel to Beit Meir to spend a few weeks and study with the boys. You know why? You know they, they probably have other things to do, but they find the time to come ahead and do it. Yeah, on the Entis Waikola, for example, we have three Rosh Yeshiva: Rav Shechter, Rav Tversky, and Rav Sabalovsky, who spend either half or the entire summer with the boys, and not just learning in the base medrash. I came in this afternoon to the Entis Waikola in the base medrash. I got here in the middle of sports, and Rav Shechter was in the corner with a group of five or six boys. Uh, giving them a, a chabura, a private shear to, uh, to five or six high school boys. Rav Shechter, Gadol Ador, sitting here on a five o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday uh, having shear with, with five boys. Unbelievable. So you have the three Russia yeshiva. We have Rebbeim from every single yeshiva, basically, in Eretz Yisrael who are learning with our boys morning seder uh, throughout NCSY Kolel. And then, really, uh, the heads of our programs are all Machanchem. Rabbi Noam Weinberg, who you know well, is a new, is a new addition to our staff this year. Um, and we just have we just have world-renowned educators and uh, staff members who make our program successful. Rabbi Weinberg's program is called Jolt Israel. And have what have we heard about the first week of Jolt Israel? Fantastic! They had an orientation Shabbaton in Woodmere to start the program before they, they flew to Israel. Uh, it was a lively, beautiful Shabbos that uh, Miriam Wallach helped us host <laughs> in, in Woodmere. Uh, I heard that it was a fantastic, uh, fantastic job she did hosting us there. Uh, and they're, they're up north right now, and they're about to run a camp. They're about to run a camp in, in conjunction with Zichron Menachem, uh, where they are running a camp for children whose siblings have cancer. Right. And uh, they're going to spend a week running a very meaningful, beautiful camp uh, for these kids who tend to really need some, uh, some TLC. They, they're, they're ki- their siblings, rightfully so, get a lot of attention. And these kids can use some love and some tender, loving care. And so we're going to run a wonderful camp for them uh, with Jolt Israel. Is Rabbi Weinberg still sending out those daily emails that he... Uh, yeah, 100%. Every still, day. I, yeah, I should be great. on his list. i got to get on his list. I, I love... I can add you, no problem. When one of my... Uh, I have connections. When one of my sons was on uh, one of his programs, that was the 
best part of the day was getting those emails yeah, on every great. single detail. I actually got a furious mother last two nights ago who emailed me saying, for some reason I'm not on the list. I want to be on Rabbi Weinberg's <laughs> list. I don't know why I'm not. And she was, she, Baruch Hashem, we, 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 we corrected that. We'll definitely add you. But yeah, he's, he sends out wonderful emails. And uh, he has an assistant rabbi, uh, assistant director, Rabbi Josh Rosenfeld from SAR on Lincoln Square Synagogue, who was his assistant director. And they're, they're flying, thank God. There are also certain uh, um, leaders, certain staff members of yours who lead programs who have a unique way of transmitting love of the land of Israel to the boys and or girls who are on their programs, which is pretty amazing, I think. So, Thank God. We, have, yeah, we, we do benefit. things like Yam Liyam, right. uh, all kinds of, we have so many different experiences. We, we, we do things like Israel Advocacy, programs like Stand With Us that really teaches you how to, how to fight for Israel. We have, uh, again, all, all sorts of chesed programs in Israel all, all over the country. And then we have the TULM. We're in a lot. We go to Masada. We do uh, just the entire Israel up and down the country. We're, uh, we're there. The museums, the, the hikes, the you name it. We're, we're, we're hitting the country. They see the land. Very nobody much, nobody yeah. has to worry. They, they see, see it. The they land. experience it. They live it. And I'll tell you, we already have a couple of kids this summer who, for the first time, it was their first time in Israel, and they said they want to join the IDF. I mean, it happens to us all the time. We actually have a new thing this summer that we have a lot of former NCS wires who are now in the IDF. Spending Shabbos with our, our different programs. Like to, to last Shabbos, we had two two people who were former NCSY summer programs who are now in the IDF spending Shabbos with our different programs because they were on our programs a few years ago. And this summer, they're spending Shabbos with us uh, as former participants. But there's some who've never been here before. It's their first trip. Oh, and they're a lot. They're a lot. And, and, and even so, right away, within within two to three weeks, they love it. It's, it's amazing. The, the land of Israel has such a connection to kids. Whether you you're from from birth or you're you're someone who's never, never been to Israel before, not 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 Shalom or Shabbos, so to speak, uh, it just has such a connection with kids. It's amazing. They're here for the first time, and they're immediately in love with it. It's like it's, and it's ready to go to the army. I mean, that's what they said. And I read it. I spoke to the kid myself. Unbelievable. They came over to me themselves. Two kids came over and said, we're ready. We want to defend our country, our, our Jewish homeland. David Cutler directs the NCSY summer programs. How is it that an organization that's part of a uh, a really wonderful large infrastructure that normally is targeted to the Orthodox Jewish world, nonetheless is so successful in bringing public school youth to programs in Israel? Well, we have, thank God, a public school cl- clubs around the country. And uh, we were for many years, we've been just practicing and really building our relationships with the public school youth. It's really, as an Orthodox organization, sometimes there's a stigma uh, of connecting to the, to the youth. But we're, we're so good at understanding teenagers and teenagers of all backgrounds. So we, we, went, we basically went from being a synagogue-based organization to a, a school-based organization or a community-based organization. And we said the way, the way to get to, to teens is, uh, is partnering with schools. And so we went into public schools and we created these public school clubs called JSU, the Jewish Student Union. Uh, we have a couple hundred public school clubs around the country that meet anywhere from once a week to, to once a month. Um, and these kids are the ones that are coming to our programming throughout the year. And they're the ones that we're trying to get you know, over the summer. And the goal, really, is to be getting them, uh, God willing, to spend the gap year in Eretz Yisrael. And uh, so far, thank God, things are headed in the right direction. We yes. have uh, 12 buses this summer on TJJ, which is our, our public school program. And uh, we hope to be adding at least, at least one to three buses to that, uh, that total next year, including a new TJJ technology program, uh, which will, again, I shouldn't really <laughs> disclose that tonight. But, uh, that's more for tomorrow night. This is the big news for, for our listeners for Friday morning. Um, and uh, all this, it sounds like, uh, is a, NCSY itself is a tremendous feeder, obviously, for your summer programs. I mean, NCSY, as we know, attracts youth from the entire Jewish community, you know, right to left, uh, all types of affiliations. 
who either use it as a nice youth group or use it as their only connection to Judaism. And it's that group that's feeding so many of these people to you to have a great summer. Correct. So well, that, that's why NTSY is great, because in, in a place like whether it's New Jersey or, or Cleveland, they, they have public school clubs. And they also have kids for yeshiva programs, and they're involved in all sorts of programs throughout the year. Whether it's a Shabbaton, whether it's a latte and learning, um, whether it's you know holiday-related programming, whatever it might be, these kids all they come, they mesh, they they get together great, and then they come together over the summer, and that's why we're able to. We have programs so are given and Kola Amichlela programs, for example, do have public school kids programs, uh, uh, public school kids on these programs, right. and they do great. Uh, but NTSY is uniquely qualified to take yeshiva kids and public school kids and make diverse programming for both, where sometimes they're separate, sometimes together. Tonight, for example, we have a bus of TJJ boys here in the base matters right now. They play basketball here, had dinner here. They're going to take part in, our, in another bus coming later where they'll take part in the tow riding campaign uh, because it's a wonderful privilege for the Cola boys to host the TJJ boys. They look forward to it every single summer. <laughs> and uh, just a wonderful way to interact. It is amazing. Uh, we have a couple of minutes left, and uh, I know we'll have a chance tomorrow on Friday morning show to talk more about the Safer Torah project that you've led, but a word about it now. Uh, I mean, how beautiful that you go ahead and uh, are set to dedicate a separate to your parents' memory. I mean, I can't, I can't only imagine how special this is to you. And how nice that really the formal celebration, or however you want to refer to it, is going to begin tonight at NCSY Colo. You know, a year, ago, year and a half ago, my mother passed away. And uh, she had a small life insurance policy that we had no idea existed. And I, I said to my wife, I said, you know, let's, let's write a Torah. It's kind of like, a, you know, I wish we didn't have to, so to speak, but right. it's a cool thing to, to write a Torah. Um, it's a big, it's a big business for them. And I said, you know, well, we, we decided to use it as a fundraising opportunity uh, for my, our passion, which is NCSY Summer, uh, to really make sure that there are scholarships. We want to grow to 2,000 kids by 2020. We're at 1,200 right now. And we give out well over, wow. including our TJJ, well over $1.3 million in scholarships, thanks to the Orthodox Union and their subsidies and the fundraising of our regions around the country. Um, so we decided to use this opportunity to, to dedicate... Uh, a safer Torah that we need. National NCSY does not have a safer Torah for our Yarche Kala program, for our staff training weekend, for programming in the New York area. Mm -hmm. So we can use the Torah and also raise scholarship money. 100% of the money is going towards summer program scholarships to help our growth. And so many teens who can't afford to come on one of our programs, uh, it's going strictly to help them. And it's, we're, we're so honored and privileged to dedicate this Torah tomorrow night you know, with uh, 1,800 of our closest friends at, uh, at Yom NCSY <laughs> at Bar Ilan, God willing. And I'm sure you'll address the crowd about all this tomorrow evening. For a couple minutes. It's a very tight schedule, but I, I, I have three minutes, and I'm allowed to speak. So I'm uh, David, David Cutler will hopefully join us before we wrap up this show again. I thank um, you again. Uh, this is unique. I, I wonder if you think we're crazy being in a base bedroom doing a radio show. No, I think it's cool. <laughs> I think it's a very cool thing. I hope you're able to, uh, to hear and get what you need. And, uh, no, it's a privilege to have you here. And, uh, God willing, I think you'll have a different perspective by, by tomorrow night. Uh, a real perspective of hopefully what it is that we do. No question about it. Thank you, David. Thank you. David Cutler directs the NCSY Summer Programs. You can go to the NCSY website, get all the information you need. He also mentioned to me at some point that literally the day after the summer programs close this year, that's when they're going to open registration for next year. So there's a lot of enthusiasm year-round for these summer programs. Rabbi Moshe Benevitz is our uh, official host here at NCSY Colel. I'm so curious if he's telling the truth when he thinks it's a good idea to broadcast in the base measures. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get a read on that yet, but he is director of NCSY Cola, managing director 
of international NCSY. No matter how you think about it, and you've said you only have positive things to say, I thank you for welcoming us to your base measures tonight. Well, this is the place uh, where you belong and your listening audience belongs. We're thrilled to share the NCSY Kolal experience with the entire Nachum Siegel Network family. It's great for you to be here and great for having your audience with us as well. Uh, NCSY Kolal began in Efrat and moved to uh, Beit Meir. You've been uh, the leader of the NCSY Kolal for the last 16 years, and now you're enjoying a crowd of 225 campers. Now, don't take this question the wrong way. It's a serious question. Uh, you know, Jewish youth has a lot of options of how to spend their summer. You know, you were at one time were a teenager, I assume. I certainly was. So, and I know I was. And there are different options how to spend a summer. Very often, this type of atmosphere does not get onto the list of options that kids uh, want to do or want to experience during their summer. How is it that you've been able to attract from across North America over 225 campers to spend an entire program, an entire summer here with NCSY Cola? Well, we in NCSY, we understand teenagers. We're not just rolling out a product and hoping that it's something that they enjoy. We know what speaks to teenagers. We know what they love to do. Maybe I'd be best off answering your question by sharing with you. We, we come bearing gifts this evening. Oh, really? And I have here for you a, uh, an NCSY Colel <laughs> basketball jersey, uh, reversible, of course. You can wear it in any color. And uh, this really represents the range of actions, opportunities that we have here on this program. We understand that it's summer vacation. Uh, we're going to have the opportunity to tour the land of Israel. We're going to have the opportunity to play sports. We're going to have the opportunity to have the best peer network uh, that any young man could hope for anywhere. And, uh, and that's really the secret. The energy and the passion of our incredible staff, that definitely, uh, that definitely makes a big contribution <laughs> and a big help. I'm sorry for laughing. I'm told to hold up the jersey you just presented me with, NCSY number 16. And I'm also told it's a 3XLT size. It is the right size. <laughs> so, uh, I wasn't going to mention So now that I can go to color. <laughs> yes, you're certainly going to fit right in. We'll take you back to your power forward and center days, yeah. uh, and, uh, and, and we'll find you a spot in our intramural leagues that are running every day, along with our other activities. Just today, for example, and again, to explain what it is, you're looking at it, a base medrash that's full of these 225 teenagers learning with their staff, with their advisors, and with their rabbin, with their role models. But this is part of a, a bigger picture of a day, a day in which there were two teal options taking place in the afternoon. There was a full summer camp-like experience of swimming. There were intramural leagues in basketball and in hockey. And we integrate all of that into a cohesive lifestyle. That's what works. And the teens absolutely love it. And when they buy into the overall lifestyle and the overall program, uh, they're thrilled to be in their base medrash, learning with their advisors and their peers. It's something very special. You know what's interesting? Uh, you're describing a situation where, uh, because of everything else that's going on, the boys seem to love the Torah study. Because it's one big package, and it's this integrated. is part of it. And it's that's, totally integrated. That's exactly what it is. And I'll tell you something else. Because it's integrated, it makes the experience less isolated. It's not a six-week experience. This is why we're able to enjoy such long-lasting impact and relationships. When you're part of the NCSY Colo family, you're part of the NCSY Colo family long after your summer experience ends. Because those experiences were integrated type of experiences. Those yeah. experiences you learned on a basketball court and you learned on a mountaintop and you learned at the beach, and you learned everywhere that you were, and, and, and you're able to apply that so much more easily to a full range of lifetime experiences where you can say, I learned that on the NCSY Kolal, and you're not just talking about what went on in the base measures. See, I can't resist but use the opportunity 
to remind our listeners that sometimes we have to consider, obviously, Torah study, Talmud Torah Kenegat Kulam. It's not a revelation. In our community, we know it. But sometimes if it's packaged the right way, you'll get more results from young people. You'll get more of a love and desire for Torah study if it's packaged the right way. I don't think there's any question. Our NCSYers, our teens become leaders in their communities, and they, and they really set a shining example for young and old in all the community. That's one of the things where we're most proud of. When a young man goes on this program and he goes back home to his school, to his shul, to his community, whether it's in the Midwest where there's not the uh, same infrastructure that there might be, I'm talking in a small city uh, that doesn't have all the same opportunities, or whether it's in the heart of the largest Jewish communities in America. Where it's also these, common to become that's anonymous, right? right? These, these are the leaders. These are the leaders, and they, and they, 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 they set us certain agenda for the community about what they expect. Right, Moshe Benowitz is here. He leads NCSY Kolel, and this is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmdm.org, and of course on the NSN app. Everybody, Moshe Benevitz is director of NCSY Colo. You're also the managing director of international NCSY. How have we done internationally outside of the United States and Canada? How well, we actually have a great representative from South America. He's the lone out of 225, but really? we have a young man here uh, from South America. There's a growing NCSY movement taking place. Uh, in Chile, in Argentina as well, and some other uh, countries in South America. That How do you find staff for us. them? Uh, well, we have uh, we have the staff. We actually use local staff whenever we want to program. Who we you've have a, met and you've that's right. associated with? That's right. And we have a strong representation uh, from here in Israel as well. That's a big part, of course, of our international demographic. And in the programs that we're running here in Israel, we'll use local staff because, again, it goes back to understanding these NCSYs and understanding the teens. And you need people who've been in their shoes and know where they've been and know what their experiences are like to be able to guide them. And that's one of the things NCSY does best. How many people want to be staff members at Colo? A lot. Always, it's right? A, uh, it's a very, very popular it? option, yeah. There's no question about it. But we are the beneficiaries of that. We get, uh, yeah. we get quite an excellent staff, and they're the ones who make this all happen. Yeah. It's been uh, where you have the great pleasure of having wonderful Rabbeim and Rashi Yeshiva here, but it's always been a peer-driven and collegiate advisor-driven program, which is really the history of NCSY as well, where you see the greatest impact. Well, I've had two sons in NCSY, Cole. I think one of the things they enjoyed the most was meeting people from around the country, meeting people Absolutely. they never would have interacted with otherwise. What's your population like? I mean, it's not just New York and New Jersey, right? We have about 50 different high schools represented amongst the 225 guys that are here, and it's, it's actually even a little bit more than that. But 50 is a nice round And when number. you say 50, you mean of every kind, every, That's every right. type That's of high correct. school. That's correct. That's correct. And we have uh, all types on the, on the Jewish school population spectrum, uh, and as well, of course, many young men from public school who have come through the ranks of NCSY and are now finding themselves having this unforgettable experience over here. And that diversity makes a big difference. You'll have some uh, really exciting combinations of people learning together, playing ball together, who would simply not do that anywhere else in the world but, uh, but right here. And I'm told that five campers through the years have become Rabbeim staff members here with NCSY Colo. Even more, there are five current Rabbeim. Oh, five were, current That's Rabbeim. right. So it's even, over the years, we've probably had even more passing through. In fact, I know we've had one or two more. But of our, our 13 morning Rabbeim this summer, five of them were actually NCSYers on this program. And that's a, uh, it's a testimony to what I was mentioning before about a lifestyle and a long-term 
commitment to a certain set of values and ideals. That's what the program I mean, is I built on. I guess the majority of those five would say that NCSY Colel really helped inspire them to more Torah study. I'd like guess. to think so. I would think. I'd yeah. like to think so. I have a feeling. Yes. All right, we're going to go. We're going to go to a uh, song selection, or we're going to go to the student song first, and then we're going to be joined by some students. And so, I, I, I'm told you're uh, providing for us the cream of the crop. Oh well, of, they're they're all I the know. cream of the I gotta, crop. I, well, they're I don't have to be careful, but you have to be careful. Right? Yes, indeed. <laughs> all right, more coming up. Keep it right here at JM and the AM as we uh, continue with an NCSY Colel focus on our program that is focused in addition on all of the NCSY summer programs under the leadership of David Cutler. More coming up. Keep it here at JM and the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. Thursday morning broadcast, and we're at, believe it or not, NCSY Kolel in Israel. Could you imagine that's where we're spending our Wednesday night broadcasting from here, speaking about the NCSY summer programs? And Rabbi Benevitz tells me that three of the superstar students, campers here, at, can you hear me? You can hear me down there, right? I can barely hear myself. I'm shocked you could hear me. Uh, three of the superstars of NCSY summer Kolel are here with me. One is Chaim Kozlau, who is... Uh, a resident of Teaneck, New Jersey, and goes to MTA. Chaim, welcome to the show. Thank you. You're here for your second year. Yes. Yeah, Why come year. back? Because the first year was just so <laughs> unbelievable that uh, had to had to go back. How many second year guys are there here? Uh, this year, this year is a very very solid amount of second year guys, close to uh, close to forty. Are there forty guys? Yeah. Who loved it so much they decided to return for another summer. Mm-hmm. That's pretty amazing. Uh, so what's the highlight for you? You're a veteran here. What's the highlight of NCSY Cola? Why spend your summer here? I think that with the everything that everything that's advertised with the uh, learning Torah, which is unbelievable, and the the basketball and the trips, which is unbelievable, that really that you can learn Torah anywhere you go in any base medrash, and you can really play basketball in any court across the country. But what really makes Cola so special is the the rabbim, the madrichim, the people that run the program are just so unbelievable that they make these things that you can really do anywhere else in the world so amazing that. You just want to come back and do them back here with with your your true family. Very nice, boy, oh boy. Noah Rosenblum is here. How you doing? He is a uh, student at Fuchs Mizrahi in Cleveland, Ohio. How are things in Cleveland? They're great now after that championship. Where's my? <laughs> say it again, Noah. They're great now after that championship for sure. Where were you when they won the championship? I was at my grandparents' house with my family. It was unbelievable. You experience. think it's one of those three generation experiences? Right. It ain't gonna happen too often. Let's all get together and celebrate. Very, very exciting for sure. I yeah. can only imagine. Were you at the parade? I actually tried going to the parade. I did not make it. Too many people were there. Honestly, I, I'm almost glad I didn't go. Yeah, I don't blame yeah. you. And you know that Cleveland is the focal point of the entire world this week. Why is that? Do you, are, you from, oh. are you familiar with <laughs> this course. at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, you don't keep them in the I'm dark when it comes there. to basketball, right, Benefits, but when it comes so to politics. In, yeah. Cleveland is where everyone, in fact, that's why we came to Israel. We figured the whole world is focused on Cleveland. We're going to go to the place that everyone's supposed to be focused I'm on. I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> you could say that again. Uh, but there's a lot of attention being paid. What's the Cleveland Jewish community like when a guy like me who spends his time in New York asks you the silly question of what the Cleveland Jewish community is like? What's your answer? It's a great community. It's... It, it really, our motto of the school is it's, it's not a school, it's a community. Because every, you know everybody in the community, everybody helps everybody out. 
everybody's friends. You you know the parents are friends. You on Shabbos the Shabbos are amazing. You can go to your friend's house and everybody's just so welcoming there. It's it's an awesome community for sure. Very nice. As opposed to what you found in New York, or you haven't spent any time in New York yet? I haven't spent that much time, but I'm sure it's much different. So who convinces you to go to NCSY Colo? You know, in the in the case of the people in New York, there are folks like Chaim Kozlow who are convincing their friends day and night yeah. that they must go to NCSY Colo, who in Cleveland is telling you, I have a recommendation for you, go spend your summer in Beit Meir. Well, a lot of my rabbis were very excited that I was coming on Colo. Really? So they actually helped me get the scholarship for Colo. They were very excited to have me here. And They hear about Colo all the way in Cleveland? Colo's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it is everywhere. I didn't even ask Rabbi Benevitz about the representation. How, how many cities would you think or states around the U.S. are represented by Colo? You guys have a guess? Right, benefits, anything? Uh, Hold up some fingers and tell us. Cleveland. You have a guess how many states are everybody represented? Talks everybody talks about it. Everybody loves No, Cola. I know, but you've <laughs> met guys from where? Are there guys here from L.A.? Well, are there guys here from Texas? Are there guys here from Chicago? Are there guys here from other areas? From other camps, like Camp Sports. They, right. they told me to go here. They told me it was a great... No, but who have you camp. met here? Are there guys here oh. from L.A. and places like oh, that? Oh, for sure, for sure. All over the U.S.? Yeah, everywhere, everywhere. New York mainly, but... So you're meeting friends for life from different areas of the country. Yeah, I'm very excited about it, but too. You seem to be. Yoni <laughs> Sapodin is here, an SAR student from, student from Englewood, New Jersey, who comes from an amazing family, I might add. How are you doing there, Yoni? I'm good. How are you, Nachum? How did you... Fine, thank you. How did you decide to go to uh, NCSY Colo? Um, I had a lot of... Um, role models and counselors from Orsha that convinced me to come and I heard about it from my counselor and it, just, it seemed like a perfect fit for me so I'm loving it. Do you have to turn away any students because of the space here? Because it seems like based on what these three guys have been telling us that everyone's convincing everybody to try to come to NCSY Colo for a summer. Is there such a thing as a guy coming back for a third year? That's happened? Yeah, yeah this year even. Yeah, you have yeah, a third time? There are people who have been here for, for nine, nine plus years. It sounds like there's some people who show up and never leave, <laughs> Betsy Swykowell. Anyway, we thank Chaim Kozlow, uh, who's going back to MTA, I assume. Yes. Teaneck, New Jersey. We thank uh, Noah Rosenblum, Fuchs Mizrahi School in Cleveland, and yes. congratulations again. Thank you. And Yoni Sapodin, who goes to SAR and is from Englewood, New Jersey. All three of them angry as anything that I've taken away from the Night Seder. That's how effective NCSY Colel is. These three are looking at me like, can you let us go back already and hit the books and start learning again? For right, benefits, you should be proud. I applaud you, gentlemen. I applaud you. Thank you, Nathan. No Thank joke. You. Thank you very much. There you have it. The cream of the crop, as uh, described to me, of NCSY Colel here in... Uh, in uh, Beit Meir in Israel. Uh, a reminder that tomorrow morning at JM in the AM on Friday morning show, that's going to be our visit to Yom NCSY, the big uh, celebration of the NCSY summer programs collectively. That happens at Bar Ilan. We'll be there for that. I also want to take this opportunity to just thank some of the people who have made this trip possible, including our friends at the Inbal Hotel, where uh, we are based every time we come to Yerushalayim. I want to thank our friends at Travel Cell and TravelCell.com who are keeping us connected via phone and my fine everything else with friends and family back in the u.s and with our staff as well they're at 718-382-6500 a big hello to our friends at traveler's choice for helping us with so many of the details regarding this trip thank you both to uh yassi and devora and everybody at traveler's choice and a big thank you to mayor cruder who joined us at the airport in uh, in the kennedy airport to um help send us off and take photos of the big tech as the big ceremony with Nefesh Benefesh. Well, one of our 
wonderful old friends. I hope it doesn't take offense that I say it like that. Rabbi Yisrael Kamenetsky, who is the Rosh Hashiva, that's the proper term. Mashkiach and educational director of the Kolel, but Rosh Hashiva of the Hebrew Academy of Long Beach. Right. right. Then the whole, all the Halb schools. I didn't realize that you had that type of formal capacity here. Mashkiach and... Educational director. Now, look, I, I can only imagine how many DRS students are here. How many are there, do you know? Fifty. That's just among the NCS wires. Probably plus another 20 on the staff. There are 50 DRS students at NCS Waikolo? Is that the largest representation of any school? It is? Yeah. I was, ho- I was hoping you know which school would have even larger. <laughs> but you met a lot of uh, wonderful students from all different schools. Absolutely. I can only imagine. Uh, so what is it? What is it about this whole system? What is it about this whole atmosphere that has become so attractive to so many kids that we're at a point that... Uh, that NCSY Colo has 225-plus students each summer now. It's a great question, Nachum. Um, I really think it is the, and this is really what attracted me to NCSY Colo 22 years ago. As a camper? No. Oh, as a as first-time a staff, staff member. 22 years ago. What attracted me to the Colo was there was no place on earth that I had ever seen that Torah and Yiddishkeit is presented in a more exciting, positive, upbeat um, way that teenagers are just so excited about it. This is what Chinuch needs to be in America. And I will tell you that I took a lot of what I saw through NCSY and NCSY Cola and tried to inject it into the regular high school experience. Because the regular high school experience, this is what high school kids need. They need excitement. They need passion. They need drive. They need, they need, that's what turns kids on to learning. And when you create an atmosphere that's unbelievably exciting and positive, and there's Together with the learning, there's trips and there's older madrichim who are phenomenal role models, who are with it, who are normal guys that the kids can relate to. And you know, to me, I was, you know, I was, I was very involved in camping in general. But when I saw what was going on here and I had the opportunity to join it, I said, how can I not be part of this? Because to be in the land of Israel, to be in the most exciting, the center of the Jewish universe, and 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 with the most exciting kids and exciting program. Um, I, I just couldn't stay away from it. And I really think that's what attracts the kids to it. We're going to be joined by Rabbi Sobolovsky in a moment. I don't mean to make him wait, but I, I have to address this point with you. Why is it that more educators don't get this point? Why is it that more educators don't understand that it's only, not, I shouldn't say only, but that in a very large measure, the excitement that surrounds this type of program, and as you said, the excitement that you've taken from here and implemented in your own experience in a real school formal atmosphere is necessary these days in order to, to attract students to this type of Torah study. I think that a lot of schools are getting it. I think it, it's taken some time. I've seen a lot of change in the schools in the last 20 years. Now I've had the privilege of being a principal for 20 years. I think 25 and 30 years ago when you and I <laughs> were, were going to high school, uh, this stuff did not exist, no. to say the least. But I think that uh, over the years, a lot of schools have realized that if you want to talk to the modern student, you got to talk to him on his wavelength. And you got to figure out a way to take a timeless Torah. The Torah's been around for thousands of years, but figure out a way to, to present it to kids in a way that they will be attracted to it, that they will want to stick with it, they will, that they'll want to make it a part of their lives for the rest of their lives. And I, I feel like on NCSY Colo, that is one of the things that, especially Rabbi Benevitz, who, who has an incredible talent in this regard, There's, you can't understate that. Don't ask him because he'll be the last person to talk about himself. <laughs> but the way he leads this program in terms of his understanding of kids and his mixing intense Torah study 
with intense sports, intense trips, uh, an intense experience all an over. Intense love of Israel. An intense love of the state of Israel, no question about it. The way he, and he proved it by by moving here. Um, I think that those are some of the key secret ingredients to Anzis Wykol. Rabbi Tzvi Sobolevsky joins us, Rosh Hashiva at Reitz. An honor to have you here, Rabbi Sobolevsky. You know that there are many options for students and how they can spend their summer. Does it surprise you that so many have decided to spend their summer surrounded by Torah study in an atmosphere like this? I think that as soon as you hear a little bit what's going on in Anzis Wykol, it's not a great surprise. <laughs> as Rabbi Kamenetsky said, you know, word spreads. And even though we've only been here for a week so far, if I could just even give you a glimpse of what's been going on here. I mean, you're talking about the first Mishma, the first Thursday night here. A base Medrash packed over 200 boys to all hours of the night. You know, just staggering away like you think, like, wow, these boys, it's amazing, unbelievable. And then Friday night, we had a tish that was literally rocking from the ceiling. We have 300 people in a room that, I don't know if could hold 300 people, but <laughs> you could just, you could hear it. I mean, you just... It blows your way. Maybe right? our high schools are doing a better job than we thought because they must have showed up with some of this already, right? I would guess. It's pretty amazing that they come with this type of attitude and this type of enthusiasm for Torah study and that they're willing to take their Thursday nights and their Friday nights and all other nights and really be involved in a, a real Torah atmosphere. And the Ruach here must be amazing. It's not just the Torah I'll study, I'll tell right? you, Nachum, that I think that, and I've spoken to many high school principals, the kids that they send to Kola who come back to their high schools and ask, can we have more tissues? Can we have more excitement? I think the principals really appreciate that because the Ruach, it goes both directions. They come with it, and then they come bring it back. You're asked to give a shear every day, I assume, every single day? Multiple shear every day. Multiple yeah. shear every single yeah, day. I say here a, a regular shear for the, this year, I'm saying for the 10th graders. So we're learning Masechus Megillah, and I'm having a great time. I hope they're having a great time. We have Baruch Hashem. It's, it's well, like I say, it must be amazing because they want to be here. And I'm not suggesting that, that any, anyone else you give a shear to may not want to, but still, these young kids with a thirst for Torah and a real enthusiasm, and we see what's happening here uh, in front of us, it, right. it, it just must be an amazing this is, feeling. This is, just, this is just a typical night seder. This right. is not, not just because you're here. I mean, this is <laughs> yeah. really... This is <laughs> they didn't real, set it up for this us, This is huh? a real thing. <laughs> oh, say, boy. A couple of shirim here. Uh, I have this chus to be here together with Rabbi Shechter, and we switch off the week that Rabbi Shechter is here. So he says the halacha shir every morning, and then when uh, a couple of weeks that he goes away, so I take over the halacha shir. So I get to say that. I learn with the boys at night, and I say uh, chabura in the afternoon. So Baruch Hashem, they, they want to come. The boys keep on coming, so we'll keep on saying shirim. That's, wow. the, that's the goal. Well, th- we've let a secret out. Anybody who's looking for these amazing Rebbeim during the summer to, you know, to not bother them, but to find them and ask questions, now you know where they are. They're in Beit Meir at NCSY Kohl. You mentioned Rafershal Shachter, of course. Uh, joining Rabbi Sabolovsky and Rabbi Kamenetsky, uh, Rabbi Meir Twersky is here. And, uh, of course, uh, they are all Rosh Yeshiva here at NCSY Kohl. When I thank both of you, thank you for inviting us and for having us. Rabbi Kamenetsky and Rabbi Sabolovsky continue having uh, joy and uh, an inspiration from this experience with NCSY Kohl. I want to thank you very much for coming to us and for giving us a forum because it's through you that the world is going to find out about what, what a special program this is. I appreciate it. I know, that. and it's been a pleasure to have your own children on the program. I had two sons here, and I think what they cherish the most, I, said, I, I don't know if I, if I said it earlier, I was thinking of it, is the relationships that they had with the Rebbeim, but also with other students that they never would have met in any other type of environment. So it really was a great experience for them. Thank you both very much. We want much. to send all the best yes. regards back to Bergen County. Yes. Because we have a very large, I know we have a lot of five towns people also, but we have a big, yes. uh, big group from Bergen County. We had this year, I, I think we have a large contingency from our shul. 
So that's a very special thing that we that I'm able to see, to watch the boys who I see all year, to watch them come here. We spent a little bit of time learning with them here also. That's a very special treat. So phenomenal. Thank, thank you, Rabbi. Thank, thank, thank you for everything. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very, very much for that. J.M. and the A.M. It is a Thursday morning broadcast, believe it or not, even though it's Wednesday night where we are at NCSY, Colel and Beit Meir. And uh, we will continue with plenty more coming up if you keep it here at J.M. in the A.M. Okay, Thank you. 
Ellie Marcus on that one called Yishtabach here at the JM in the AM. Thursday morning, we're in Israel. The whole world is focused on uh, other major cities around the world. We're in the Holy Land, where we all should be. And uh, broadcasting this week, tomorrow, Yom NCSY for a Friday morning broadcast. And uh, Sunday, we'll be at Yeshiva Mokor Chaim in the Gush. Monday morning, we'll start our three weeks format here at JM in the AM with a broadcast uh, from Mokor Chaim. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echonishmasar of Zebin Biosavalevi and Esther Basar Biosavalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Chassam Sofer explains that when a person's Mekabu Ba'ava accepts with love all that happens, it signifies that he recognizes the goodness of Hashem. Similarly, a person may have understood that an individual might have done wrong. Whatever has happened will serve as a kapara, or an atonement, or at least the person understands that if life is too good, it's also possible for him to sin. Therefore we learn, A person should throw their burden upon Hashem and rely that Hashem will do whatever is good in his eyes. A woman had been lighting candles for a number of years. Suddenly, she found that every week after she lit the candles, one of them would consistently go out. Although she could conceive the possibility that a few or all of the flames would blow out, the airiness of only one candle not remaining lit bothered her very much. She believed it suggested a personal shortcoming that needed to be rectified. After a lot of soul-searching, the woman resolved to work on the midah of kaas, anger. She determined that the reason the candle was blowing out was because she needed to extinguish the fire of her own anger. She realized that she would often lose her temper with her children, with her spouse, and under pressure, her shalom bias was sometimes threatened. The following week, she made every effort to control her anger. When she lit candles that Friday afternoon, she noticed the candle begin to flicker and its light slowly weaken. Turning her eyes heavenward, she cried, My Father in heaven, I know you are trying to teach me something with this candle. If it is true that you want me to conquer my anger, please let this candle continue burning. I know that I continue to get angry, but I am diligently working to prevail over this Mida. I know I don't deserve to have an open miracle, but your revelation would warm my heart. She looked once again at the candles that remained burning and then went to tend to her children. When she returned to her candles approximately 15 minutes later, all the candles, including the one whose flame had died, were now shining more brightly than ever. One who believes that Hashem is his father can certainly call upon him at all times. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser 
bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Well, our friends at NCSY Summer have done such a great job preparing for this show. They've actually invited some of the um, uh, women from the Michlelet program to join us here tonight. Believe it or not, in the NCSY Kolel Base Medrash, which is funny as is, uh, as you would suspect. Uh, but here we are in our makeshift studio in the Base Medrash, enjoying everyone's company, including Mrs. Rifka Yudin. Mrs. Yudin is director of Michlelet NCSY. Welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. The last time you had a summer encounter with a seagull was when? A couple of years ago. Two summers ago, maybe? Two summers ago. You remember? I got it. Chava. She actually made an impression on she everybody. She actually made an impression. <laughs> a wonderful impression. For those who are completely unfamiliar with Michlelet, explain what Michlelet is. Sure. Michlelet NCSY is a summer program for girls who uh, want to have an amazing, incredible, fun summer at the same time having a productive, meaningful, exciting summer. So it's learning... Um, it's chesed, it's touring, it's fun, and the girls grow a ton and have an awesome, incredible, fun, exciting time. Uh, and again, as we said in the case of Vakolel, uh, and not to repeat, but I think it's so important to mention, uh, you're meeting um, young women from all around North America. I mean, they're coming from all different communities, correct? Yeah, girls from all different communities, all different backgrounds, and it's something very, very special. And I think very, very unique about Mechlelet is that we literally have girls from every background, all over the U.S., from Israel, from Canada, and uh, it just it comes together as one unified uh, program. It's something very, very special. How long have you been the director of Michlela for NCSY? Um, Eleven years now. Oh. This is my eleventh summer. So you have uh, you have seen quite a number of students come through. Yes. A typical summer will have how many? Around a hundred girls usually. Oh wow! And still based. On the Rashid campus? On the campus? beautiful campus of Rashid. Right. I hope it didn't take you too long to get here. I have no idea what the geography no, is. but 15 minutes. Oh, good. That's not so bad. Uh, and you have some students who do return for a second year. Some might ask why. We'll find out why in a minute, right? Exactly. Because we're going to speak with at least one of them here tonight. Yes. Uh, so you have uh, an incredible um, uh, loyalty among uh, a second year, maybe even beyond that. You have third year and we fourth as well? Yes, Amazing. we do. Um, maybe this is really... A generalization that I shouldn't uh, that I shouldn't make, but I'm going to make it anyway. It seems that there. I mean, when it when it comes, for instance, to a program like Colel, uh, we all understand that there's a curriculum that's based on the uh, experience of having Torah study in this unique environment. You know that the night seder is a very important component for the boys, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. How does it work curriculum-wise for the girls? I mean, what is there? What type of curriculum is established for the summer program? Okay. So in terms of our learning, the learning on Mechlelet is something that's very, very, very special and very, very exciting. I'll tell you that during the school year, a lot of girls learn with the pressure of tests, with, uh, with the fear of, right. of everything that comes along with it. And Mechlelet is just exciting learning with no pressure of tests. And also... Um, <laughs> Just all those topics you always want to get your teacher off topic about. <laughs> so that, that's, that's what Mahal is about. It, it, so. It's one big distraction, huh? Exactly. One big tangent. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, that's so, funny, but you mean that seriously. I mean that seriously. I mean it, all, the girl, all, the, all the things that the girls really want to learn about right. and all the questions that they have. Um, all those things are exciting and addressed and nothing's... nothing's off the, no, exactly, off the table. Exactly. It's so all they, on the table. Exactly. So they have learning from incredible, incredible teachers. They have teacher shiram with every type of level, um, every type of learning um, style, and then they have um, learning in small chaburas with their madrichot. The madrichot are incredible. They're awesome, cool, with it college girls. And we have topics from uh, Disney characters and how they apply to Judaism and women in Tanakh with complete text. So we've got every type of learning possible. And then we have incredible night speakers. The speakers are just 
out of this world. Every night, another fantastic speakers like Rev. Gav Friedman, Mrs. Dina Schoemaker, Rev. Nissel, uh, Rev. Donnie Marcus, really like top-rate, amazing speakers, and every night another exciting speaker. So Very nice. there's a lot of different types of learning going on on Mahlala. I mean, even those of us familiar with it don't realize everything that's happening there. It's pretty incredible. Um, we're speaking with Mrs. Rifka Yudin, Director of Mahlala and NCSY. Is it uh, impossible, I shouldn't say impossible, is it uh, possible to whittle down um, from all the applicants you get to be staff at Mechelot and NCSY, I would assume that you're very much in demand among we staff. Have, we thank God. We have, um, first of all, we have a huge ratio of Madrichot to girls because we feel like the Madrichot, the advisors are awesome and they right. build up the girls and they're so incredible. So we actually have a four to one ratio. Every four girls, we hire another Madricha. Wow. But we have so many incredible, amazing applicants. It is so hard to choose. In fact, this year in January, we, we closed down the application process. Because I felt like there were so many amazing girls that I'm saying no to so many, I can't, I can't do it anymore. So in January, like that was it. You couldn't apply anymore. Pretty so amazing. we really have the best uh, advisors. All right, we're going to meet some of the students, some of the campers who are here tonight. Which we pass this microphone over? Sure. We'll pass this microphone over. Aviva Barth is here. Where's Aviva? Hey there, Aviva. I have a feeling I know some of the Barth uh, family, but we can play Jewish geography later. Aviva Barth is from Queens. She goes to Manhattan High School. What made you decide to go to Michlelet this summer? I was looking for a program that I would grow spiritually and I would meet lots of girls from all over and have an amazing time while meeting people in my position and like people from all different backgrounds. And so far it's been amazing. That's exactly what's happened? People from all over, different backgrounds, and you feel somewhat spiritually uplifted already? Yeah, for sure. What's the best part of Michlelet? Is there a favorite uh, time of day or something that happens that you find really interesting or fascinating? I don't know if I could pick one part, but I definitely enjoy our Chabura learning because, it's, as Mrs. Yunin said, it's very different from school, and you really get to you're, build a connection with your Madricha, and you get to learn and explore something that you would never do before. Wow, very nice. Uh, Naomi Goldstein is here. She's from Cedarhurst. She goes to SKA. Welcome to the show. Thank you. How did you find out about Michlelet? My whole school says the most amazing things about it, and they tell me that it's the perfect balance between having the best time of your life and the most amazing summer, also growing so spiritually, coming out like having the best time of your life. Uh, and this is all that you've heard from people who've been predecessors of yours. Those who've yes. been there before, and they spend their time convincing you during the school year to come to yeah. Michlelet, huh? Do you guys have to make a decision relatively quickly? Are you told that Michlelet sells out at some point, and you have yes. to make sure to get those applications in? Yes, definitely. So you have to let them know by when that you're going to spend the summer with them? January time. It was that early? Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Very popular, I must say. <laughs> very, very popular. And Eliana, is it FIFA? Eliana Feifel. Eliana Feifel, I yeah. apologize. No, don't worry about it. It's from, <laughs> thank you. It's from Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. And you're here at Michlelet for more than one summer. This is your second summer. Yeah, this is my Shanabat. So what makes you come back? And are there a lot of uh, ladies who are coming back for a second summer? Um, so every year it actually differs. Some year they have more. Some, year they, some years they have less. My year happens to be a smaller Shanabat. But... Um, it doesn't stop us. We still are pumping Michlelet up and full of <laughs> excitement. Um, last year, um, I really just gained a new perspective on life, new perspective on Judaism. I just had this incredible love for Torah, and I really worked really hard this year because I wanted to come back and I wanted to 
continue that growth and development, and I just wanted to have another phenomenal summer. What are parts of the day that that also help you in that in that way, becoming you know more spiritually active? Aside from the Torah study, are there other things that go on that I, help in that way? Yeah, for sure. I just think the environment on Mechlalet is something that you're really not going to find anywhere else. You have a um, hundred girls who just want to learn, they just want to grow, and you don't really find that so much. You just have so many um, cool, balanced girls, you know, girls who want to have fun, girls who want to learn, and at the same time, everyone's nice, everyone wants to be your friend, and it's just a really warm and welcoming environment. Eliana, what's Jewish life like in Chicago? Um, Chicago's actually, um, has a very large Jewish community. Um, It's really great. I love Chicago. And when you meet people from other places, from other places around the country, that must be a nice feeling. It is, yeah. I also came with friends, so you know it's good to come people with you, to come with people you know, and to meet brand new people. Oh, is there a large contingent from Chicago? Yeah, about eight girls this year Very plus nice. Majiho. Very nice. And now I get to ask uh, Naomi what life is like in Cedarhurst. <laughs> but I guess most of us know the answer to that, right? <laughs> about the New York, New Jersey area. Um, so what's what's going to happen now? You're going to complete this experience. And you're going to go back to Cedarhurst and to your school and tell everybody there how great it was. Yes. And these definitely. end up being your best recruiters, I guess, at that point, right? Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Aviva Barth, Naomi Goldstein, Eliana Feifel, uh, all students and campers here at the Michlelet in Israel. Uh, is there anything else you want to tell us that you've been enjoying this summer? Anything else that's been uh, a highlight for you so far this summer? Um, we did many. Chaz- we did a chasa trip. We did laka, and it's just something we like split up. We all did different chasadim, and it was just something special when you get to do something for others. But it's not to necessarily something you would get to do even in America. Right. So it was just nice to do it, and you feel like it's just something so special. You feel when you it's not it's like accomplishment, but like you feel good because you help someone out. And like we fed like 120 families just for one day. It was really nice. Well said. It's amazing how these programs, the Chesed programs, play such an important role, especially here in Israel. You were saying, I'm sorry? Oh, um, it's hard to pick one highlight out of every single thing, every amazing thing that we do. But what I'm most looking forward to and what everyone talks about all year is the wedding that we make. Oh, I've heard about this. It's crazy. Oh, like, I've heard about amazing. this. Yeah. You make a wedding basically for an underprivileged couple. Exactly. Who would not be able to afford their own wedding, who uh, may, not, may not even have family that can help them right. with a wedding, and you do everything from start to finish. Yes. It's pretty amazing. That happens, mm-hmm. I assume, the last week of camp, right? Basically happens the last week of camp. This year will happen right after Tisha I guess, at some point. Well, Mazal Tov in advance. And thank you very much to Aviva, to Naomi, and to Liana. Continue to enjoy your summer at uh, Michlelet with NCSY. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank so, you much. so much. I thank you, and I thank Mrs. Rifka Yudin, Director of Michlala Nancy's Y. Continued success this summer. Sounds like you're uh, again have put the, that you again have put together an amazing program for everybody at Michlalet. We are in uh, NCSY Kolel in Beit Meir. We're doing a Thursday morning broadcast of JM in the AM, meeting a lot of very interesting uh, uh, guests as we continue here on a Thursday broadcast. And I'm told we're going to go to a musical break. Because apparently they are getting ready to daven Marif here in the Kolel based Medrash. So we're going to go to a musical break. The only radio show I know of in the world that actually has a Marif musical break. More coming up if you keep it at JM in the AM.
Wrapping up our number two from NCSY Kolo, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9, and the FM Dial Broadcasting Live. In the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the NSN app.
Jam in the AM here on a Thursday morning broadcast from the NCSY Kolel Base Midrash. The uh, first stage of this Achnas Sefer Torah that we've been talking about from the Cutler family is going to be taking place here. In just a couple of minutes, they're going to be inviting people to uh, inviting people to write letters and to start the celebration. The Achnas Sefer Torah officially presented tomorrow at Yom NCSY, and you'll hear it on Fridays. JM in the AM. Uh, with us is Aaron Stiebel. Aaron is the director of Give. From what I hear from our personal Siegel family experience, you have quite a program that you're running. Welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much for having me. Very excited to be here. I appreciate that. How many years? How long have you been with Give? This is my seventh year running Give. Very nice. And for those who are unfamiliar, how would you explain what the Give program is all about? Um, NCSY Give is a fantastic summer program. We spend five weeks in Israel giving back to the land. We allow our girls to you know, interact with Israel as opposed to just being a tourist. They get to really see Israel through the people of the land, interacting with them, working with the homeless, working with people with disabilities, the elderly, the disabled. Everybody sort of comes together. And you see that Israel comes to life by having an opportunity to not just be a tourist, but to be somebody who's talking to different people, who's getting to know Am Yisrael. And you become, uh, you become so acquainted with Israel and you recognize it really is our brothers and sisters. And I can walk into a nursing home and put a smile on somebody's face, and that makes me a, a part of Amistral in a very real way. So there's a lot of give. Is there a lot of give being done the other way? Meeting are the girls getting? A, I should say there's a lot of give. Is there a lot of get? Are the girls getting a good experience from all this and understanding how important all this chesed is? Well, you should answer that. You have, you have a daughter out of the program. What do you think? I agree. I agree. I should be answering it, but you probably know a lot better than I do. Okay, you're off the hook. You're off the hook. I'll take this one. Um, uh, yeah, I think the girls grow tremendously. When you when you talk to a high school girl, especially in today's day and age, and you, rec- you help them recognize that they have such incredible potential and they can achieve so many milestones and, and do so much with who they are and then the God-given talents they've been they've been um, blessed with they walk into you know any sort of environment and they recognize I'm artistic I have a great personality I can engage anybody in dialogue you know I can put a smile on somebody's face they recognize the potential they have to contribute to Amistral and it's it's incredible and it's powerful and it's meaningful for them and Judaism becomes something that's outside of the four walls of the classroom it becomes something that is real everyday life it becomes something you can take home with you just by saying hello to the person at the grocery store just by being a representative of Claudia Yisrael everywhere you go you recognize that that too is Judaism that too is Chesed Aaron Stiebel's with us director of Give with NCSY and its summer programs is this a formal program? In other words, there's a just like any of the others that we've been speaking about, I assume there's a schedule and a daily routine that the girls are going through, and uh, you're fitting in all these different trips and chesed projects where appropriate. Yes, it's, uh, it's a very exciting program. We are a base program, meaning we stay on the same campus all summer, mm. but we spend Shabbos in different communities, and every day we start off with... Uh, davening with chaburas, with learning programs that are given over by the advisors that they themselves prepare. It's an opportunity for the girls to really learn from positive role models who are just a few years older than them. And then we leave campus and we go off to make our impact on the world. It and we'll amazing. start up north, maybe we'll end the day you know, in Yerushalayim. We're really, we're really touching all different parts of Israel. And by spending Shabbos in the north, for example, we get to do chesed in Ethiopia and observe the center in Smat. And the next day we're back in Yerushalayim working at Yad Lakashish with elderly immigrants who recently came over and are looking for the next stage of their life. So we get to see the country in a, in a very real way, but uh, out of the box. We're not, we're not just tourists, you know. We're one of the people. Aaron Steeples with us. What is this? How, how would you um, 
put into words what this means for future leadership in our community, how these types of programs like Give can really shape the future of young women in our community? It's a fantastic question. I think that uh, the young women of today have so many opportunities at their fingertips. You know, the world just really puts everything out there for us. They say, take it and run with it. And give us an example of taking a girl who either really is in touch with her potential or a girl who might not be and might not realize all that she can achieve. And it empowers them. And it says, we're not just here, you know, to be, to be a recipient. We're here to be able to give back. We're here to be able to make a difference. Watching these girls come out of their shells is unbelievable. They come home changed. They come home inspired. They're empowered. They, the status quo they've been living with is not enough for them anymore. They really want to impact their immediate community and the greater Jewish community. And, and for me, the greatest knockout, having run this program for so many years now, is watching my former givers now be madrichot on the program, now be leaders in the communities they're living in, and building families of their own. It's, uh, it's a tremendous legacy, all because they decided to take five weeks out of their life to do something for somebody else that really ultimately ended up end- impacting themselves. I would guess, just like the other program, you're meeting a lot of campers from different cities around the United States. Yes, and Canada. Let's not and forget. Canada. Let's not forget the Canadians, everybody. Um, yes, we, we are very lucky. We have definitely have our presence from the tri-state area, but we have girls coming from all over the U.S. and Canada. Uh, even a girl from Montreal. Oh, we have like Minneapolis, them. Texas, St. Louis, Florida, Maryland. They're coming from all over the place. And they're also coming from a very diverse background. We have girls from Basiaco, we have girls from public school, and everybody in between. And I think that that diversity fosters tremendous growth. Because the girls coming from Basiaco look at these public school girls and they're saying, you're choosing this? Like, you're choosing to be able to engage in Judaism every day? And the public school girls look at the Basiaco girls and they say, you get Torah every day? Like, teach me, I want more. Uh, and they really, they become givers at home also. And they're teaching and they're learning from one another. And the, the dialogue, the engagement, the one-on-ones, the relationships are also fostering tremendous growth in the dorms, you know, on the buses. There's learning on the buses everywhere you go. It's, it's unbelievable. The girls are constantly learning and growing from their surroundings and constantly learning and growing from each other. Aaron Stiebel leads GIVE, another unique program with NCSY for this summer. Thank you so much for joining us, Steve. Thank you so much for your time. Greatly appreciate it. And best regards, everybody, at GIVE. Uh, if you're looking at our video right now or uh, listening to our audio... We are going to spend a minute or two just giving everybody a flavor of this NCSY Kolel start of the Hachnasa Sefer Torah celebration that we've mentioned uh, as the Cutlers are getting ready to dedicate at Yom NCSY a brand new Sefer Torah in memory of David's parents. And uh, you'll be able to experience part of that with us here at JM in the AM. We're broadcasting from NCSY Kolel here in Beit Meir. 225 students in NCSY Kolel for the summer who are dedicating themselves to Torah study and a lot of ruach, a lot of spiritual inspiration. And right now, as you can hear, different people are being called up to write letters in the Sefer Torah and the official... Achnas's Sefer Torah celebration essentially has begun. Rabbi Sabalovsky actually was just called up for one of the last letters in the, in the Sefer Torah. Right. And they had already announced, or I should say Rabbi Benevitz had explained, that while they were filling the letters, or they were completing the letters, they would be going to slower songs. <laughs> and that as they were 
they were welcoming in the Sefer Torah into the base Medrash. They were going to have, you know, a lot of ruach, a lot of hoopla. And um, when the Sefer Torah was going to be completed, etc., then they would resume that kind of energy. But right now, if you hear, can you hear it in the background? Slower music. Exactly, slower music. Tov lahodot lashem. in the AM as we continue here on a Wednesday night. You're listening to a Thursday morning broadcast, and now we get to meet. Now we get to meet uh, two of the true heroes of the NCSY summer programs because our known cats and Arye Frankel are here from Masai Yehudi. They are responsible for the logistics of the NCSY summer. I cannot even imagine how they began to take on this task and how it's done so efficiently. They're also in charge of Yom NCSY. Uh, which we're going to be part of uh, tomorrow night, which means you'll hear about it Friday morning here at JMNAM. And that, too, requires tremendous logistics and preparation. Our known cats, Arye Franklin, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Where do we begin? How does somebody even think or start thinking about putting together the logistics for an entire summer program that attracts how many different programs from NCS to Israel? How many are there? Uh, well, there are... Almost 20, 24 different programs actually running on the ground. Continuously, at the same time. Throughout the summer, correct. Yeah. So where do you start? Do you lay this all down on the living room floor and start to piece things together? How does it work? So Nachum, that's a fantastic question. Um, the truth is it really it stems and starts from partnership. Um, this is an ongoing process. It doesn't start at any specific date of the year. In order to build such a program, in order to build all these programs and make sure that each program is not only unique but really fits the needs of NCSY, um, it starts with understanding who NCSY are, what they're looking for, what the difference is between each program, and how we can use our logistics and our ability to tailor design the program to fit their exact needs. So it's an ongoing process. While I'm here tonight, I call it, and I'm blown away. I mean, <laughs> I've been working with NCSY for, for 15 years, and I feel every time that I'm still learning something. Became quiet. Are you uh, doing this logistics for them for 15 years? Uh, yeah, basically, just about. And I'm still learning them. However, getting to know NCSY, we learn exactly what they're looking for, what, to, uh, what they expect, and we start plotting out a program to try and fit their needs. And then it becomes a ping pong, back and forth. 
um, we try out a program, we hear what they think about it, we learn, we progress, until we finally hit a very high level of uh, accommodating their needs in order that they really have the most, uh, they get the most out of every moment here in Israel. Because every program has a different focus. Every program has different needs. Every program has different places they want to go to. Every program has, you know, I, I would assume both ease and difficulty in moving them around, those that aren't based in one place. All this is under your umbrella. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. It's true, it's true. Um, I always say that I don't think you need to be a genius in order to organize a trip down to Masada. Almost anybody can do that. But the ability to really have added value for an organization like NTSY is to turn every place that you go to into the experience that they're looking for. So I can take you down to Masada three times and each time you'll have a totally different experience because you're looking for something else. Your interest may be Jewish history, your interest may be archaeology, your interest may be Israeli society or uh, security, whatever your interest is, I need to build your program even though I'm taking you to the exact same places, I need to spice it in the way that you'll get the, what you're looking for out of that program. Arnon Katz and Aryeh Frankel. Who's who, by the way? Arnon. Arnon Katz and Aryeh Frankel, Masai Yehudi. Tell me about Yom NCSY, because you're bringing together tomorrow students from, I mean, campers, students, staff from everywhere, right? Basically who are traveling the country or based in different areas of the country. Tell me about Yom NCSY and how difficult that is to do. So Yom NCSY, we have about 2,000 participants who are going to be there tomorrow. And as you said, they come from all the different walks of life. We have kids who are from public school. We have kids who are COLA kids, uh, adults, uh, families, uh, NCSY alumni. And they all come together because they realize that they're all part of one big family. Now, it's something amazing. When Israelis hear about it, you know, when you live in Israel, you can become cynical sometimes. You really? Know, it can happen, you know, you see the challenges here, you see the difficulties, and sometimes you're, um, sometimes you can even be um, upset about things that happen in Israel. And what you see the excitement in the eyes of people who come here from abroad, you fall in love with your country again. And Yom Yisrael is, is a party, it's a connection of all those different things, it's a huge, I think we work on Yom Yisrael nine, ten months a year, in order to make sure that it really, really, really becomes the evening that we want it to be. Um, but it's a lot of fun. It's a fun, you'll see, you'll see tomorrow. It's a fun evening. We want everybody to have a good time. We want to see smiles on their faces. But we want it to hit home. We want them to realize exactly who we are, who NTSY is, and what we're trying to do. So what I've learned in this conversation is you're not just a logistics company or one that can go ahead and provide, you know, a trips and entrance fees for everybody that needs it for the summer. You are taking into consideration the goals of each and every one of these programs so that their experience is the way it should be, is, is meeting their expectations. Exactly. Nachum, we're called educational tourism. You know, we run NCSY is a very, very important client of ours. We run trips for adults, for youth, for kids, for schools, uh, birthright trips. And for each one of them, we need a tailored design and program to fit their needs. You know, uh, a 28-year-old coming to Israel is looking for different things than a 75-year-old, than a bar mitzvah family trip coming in. We need to be able to really understand what they're looking for and to build a program that fits their needs. Yeah, that's for sure. I, I think this is our added value. And you can cater to uh, bar mitzvah boys with families, through youth movements, through schools, students, adults, missions, shuls, families. Each one will see the different way of Israel. And according to their... Uh, needs, requests, knowledge, and abilities. How long have you been doing this? Personally, it's a, it's a tough question. 22 years. I'm older than I look. 
<laughs> Arno Katz and Arie Franco from Masaya Houdi. How do people get information? I would assume that if, if there is a group out there that wants you guys to to lead them the way you lead NCSY through Israel, you'd be able to do it. How do people get information about it? Absolutely. Well, we have a website. It's um, jewishjourney.org. And on the website, we have a lot of information about the programs we do. And we're always developing new programs. We run, uh, we run a gap year programs. We have students who come here looking for science and technology, culinary tours, uh, first-timers, people who've been many times and are looking for something else. We're running programs in partnership with organizations in Israel like Zichon Menachem. Um, with the Technion. Ah. With the Technion, we're doing an entrepreneur business uh, camp of uh, teenagers who come and see the startup nation and trying to, to show them how you can take an idea and make it into a business, into a product. How many weeks is that? Five weeks in the wow. summer. Students from the United States? Yeah. Or anywhere? Anywhere. North America, Europe, uh, the East. It's really, it's a very, very exciting field and it's just growing. It's growing a lot. No day in our office looks like a similar day. We wake <laughs> up in the morning, we have no idea what's looking for us. You need a lot of flexibility in order to be able to run tourism anywhere in the world, especially in Israel. And that's our fun. We love it. We love what we do. And then, of course, there's always last-minute changes, and there's always things that need to be taken care of that you weren't planning on. You've had that experience in many different ways, and that all has to be considered as well. I always say my wife can write a book about all the phone calls I got at 3 and 4 o'clock in the morning <laughs> with the surprises we were not anticipating. I can only imagine. They're in charge of the logistics for NCSY during their summer programs, the trips for NCSY during the summer programs, and they are coordinating tomorrow's Yo NCSY, where we will be. It's Arnon Katz, Aryeh Frankel, Masai Yehudi, JewishJourney.com, you said? Mm. JewishJourney.com. Jewish, .org. JewishJourney.org. Todarabah, gentlemen. Thank you. Todarabah, and we look, see you in Israel. We look forward to a great Yo NCSY, I can tell you that much. Thank you. So do we. Uh, more coming up here at JM in the AM. Derek Gorman is with us. He's Associate Director of West Coast NCSY. He is the TJJ bus leader for bus number seven. I hear bus number seven is a great bus. That's correct. That's what I've been told. And uh, what is this last one? Oh, and he just completed a letter in the Safer Torah? One of our students. Oh, I one of the students uh, completed a letter in the Safer Torah. Derek Gorman, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. We have a, uh, we have a, a, a soft spot in our heart for West Coast NCSY. Because the wonderful Akiva Naiman was part of it for a while. Akiva's awesome. He it is was, awesome. It was such a pleasure to work with him. We miss him, but uh, I know he's doing great things now also. So. How on earth do you explain, and you're there on the front lines with TJJ, how do you explain that public school students can be convinced to go to Israel, a place where I'm sure they and their families have heard mixed reviews about, let's be honest. Sure. In addition, I would assume there is a Torah component, right? There's a spiritual component to TJJ. And we know that students who come from the United States at that age are not always the most spiritually inclined. Can you put into words how you are able to attract hundreds of people in that category to come to TJJ? It's an excellent question. I would say it has to do with regular programming. It's not, it's not a shot in the dark. We go into a school and, hey, who wants to come to Israel? We regularly meet with students. We have events, some learning, some social, and we get to, we get to know these students really, really well. Um, and they come around for Shabbos, and they, they, they see that it's MS. They see 
there's an excitement and there's, there's something in their soul that knows I want more. And that's what our, our experience is. When we come to Israel, we, we try to, our best to give them that more. Now, I don't know what your background is. In fact, until 30 seconds ago, I never had spoken to you before. So I don't know what experience you had. But you're probably hearing, what's TJJ now, a week old, 10 days old? What is it? How old uh, this, uh, this our season? Our trip this today, right now, yeah. yeah. Almost three weeks. Oh, it's almost three weeks already? But towards the end. So I'm sure in the first three weeks, you've already heard some incredible stories, some of which even blow you away when you hear about how... Uh, somebody started an association with traditional Judaism and why they were attracted to it, etc. Anything that comes to mind, anything you could share with us about a unique experience that one of these TJJ members has had that really you found to be unique? Sure. Uh, there, there are already, uh, I think I can say dozens of stories on my bus alone. Right. Um, there's a girl that grew up excited to be Jewish. She had a bat mitzvah as far as she was concerned. And they had a party. Right. Uh, in the last three weeks, she learned how to read Hebrew. Now she can open in up the a sidur. last three weeks. She can open up a sidur and pick through it. And to see her excitement is unbelievable. Can I ask what city she's from? Los Angeles. From L.A. Yeah. And now she knows Hebrew. She knows how to read. What do you think happens to that typical um, camper? And I don't know if that's even fair to call her typical. Uh, once TJJ ends, what will happen to her religiously once TJJ ends? So we do our best to have a solid system of follow-up. So of our 40 students, we have nine staff members. It's a heavy, right. heavy Big ratio. Uh, ratio. And we keep in touch with our, with our students, whether it's through learning, through social events, through uh, reunions. We keep in touch with them and make sure that their uh, potential is continuing to grow. Pretty amazing, I'll tell you. Derek Gorman's with us. In addition to his uh, responsibilities with West Coast NCSY, he's the leader of bus number seven with TJJ. Total buses, how many? Ten buses. Uh, traveling together always? Not always. There's a little bit of overlap. Tends to be each bus is a family in and of itself. And sometimes we interact with our cousins. What is <laughs> Very funny. What is uh, Shabbos like at TJJ? Shabbos is amazing. We're bus seven. Seven is Shabbos. There we're bus go. Shabbos. <laughs> You're Everyone Shabbos knows we're bus Shabbos. <laughs> yeah. um, Shabbos is exciting. We do our best to give an experience to all of our students to really make it something that's not typical. They don't come from, from families that typically celebrate right. Shabbos on any level. And it's not unusual for them to, I don't know, say Divrei Torah and to participate in what we would call a traditional Shabbos meal and all that? It's unusual for them. It would it be, well, I'm saying, but in this context, at TJJ. In this TJJ. context, we have a proper, there's the proper tzura of Shabbat, definitely. They, and it's important to, for them to experience it. And within the tour, we do our best to make it a lot of fun. Singing, dancing, cheers. Uh, so, for, so for some kids, they're learning these songs like we're hearing tonight for the first absolutely. time. Absolutely. Uh, there are 12 boys from my bus here right now. And I, I'm watching them mouth along some of the words that they've just learned in the last three weeks. And they're here because you had to be here or you would... No, I've been in touch with Rabbi Benavitz, and we wanted them to experience something exciting, something fun. And uh, you might even be able to say the next level from TJJ. <clears throat> um, this song they definitely know. <laughs> Easy <laughs> words, huh? <laughs> Every day, starting from Havdalah, Moti Shabbat, we start, we make Havdalah, six more days till Shabbos, and start counting down from, from the first day. Um, <laughs> uh, where are you based? Are you, are you in one area, one campus? Or? All over. So it could be anywhere. In All over. We started in Yerushalayim, we moved to the north, down to the south, and now we're back in Yerushalayim to finish up the trip. Yeah, it's fascinating. To me, it's unbelievable the numbers that you attract and the way that they want to be spiritually involved with everything that TJJ offers. It really is something incredible. How many years are you doing this? This is my fifth year. Uh, pretty amazing. 
Um, Derek Gorman, Associate Director of West Coast NCSY, TJJ uh, bus number seven leader. I thank you very much for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. A pleasure. JM and the AM here on a Thursday morning broadcast as we are learning a lot about the NCSY summer programs, to say the least. We will go to a... Uh, to a uh, wonderful selection and uh, be rejoined by more guests of ours in the final half hour of this program. We have a unique experience in that we are in Israel for the week and enjoying some incredible programming, including tonight with NCSY Colo.
JM in the AM Thursday morning. We're here Wednesday night at NCSY Colel, and we're speaking about the NCSY summer programs where Anitha Greenland is the international director of NCSY, and he must be shepping a lot of nachas tonight. I can tell you that much. Rabbi, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Such a privilege to be here. I appreciate that. You must be, <laughs> what they say in seventh heaven, looking at what's happening tonight. At I literally, I came here the other night when it was not quite so action-packed, <laughs> and I still said, this is heaven on earth. And tonight, you know, what an unbelievable feeling, seeing, seeing all of our kids here from NCSY Kolel, TJJ buses, uh, the, the unbelievable sense of achdos and simcha. It's really fantastic. We've made a lot of interesting points during this show. One of them is that NCSY, and this may sound obvious to many, but they are an unbelievable feeder for the NCSY summer programs. Uh, you can speak to the fact that when a student, when a youngster is involved from September through June with NCSY and its formal programs, the July and August experience supplements what goes on the rest of the year in the most unbelievable fashion. What happens in these two months that they can't get during those other ten months? So it really is the the transformational type experience that's both the follow-up, the next step on an NCSY teenager's journey. It's the it's the logical next step from the ten months that preceded it, but it's also the ob- the obvious prelude to the 10 months that are going to follow because it really is the the tremendous boost that the kids get from a summer like this it strengthens whatever they got from the year and it also prepares them for a year of of really empowerment where the, the ncsy tagline we say is connect inspire empower we know what connection and inspiration are empowerment is where the kids can take this experience home with them and say i'm going to make my yiddishkeit my own my judaism my own for the next 10 months I don't know what your background is, so I don't know, you know what angle you're coming from. But is there a way to explain how American youth, especially American youth who happen to be Jewish, right, that wouldn't know of their Jewishness in any major manner, go ahead and become attractive to these types of programs? We just spoke to someone with TJJ, right. and I'm trying to figure out why public school children would want to pursue something like this and be in a formal program where Shabbat is important like it is in TJJ during the summer right. or where a week of spiritual existence is more important to them than what they could be doing during the summer. What's your take on it? Uh, my take is, uh, is a pretty religious-oriented take. I actually think that there's a thirst for inspiration, a thirst for genuine spirituality um, that kids, whether they're consciously aware of it or not, they, they feel it, and they, they're, uh, they, they, they get engaged in NCSY through our public school clubs during the year, the Jewish Student Union Network that we have in over 200 public, school club, public, school, public high schools around the country, and they feel like when they're, when they're introduced to the concept of spending four weeks in Israel with cool people like the ones they've met in their JSU <laughs> club, right. they, they, it, it speaks to them. Uh, but they, they have an array of options that they could choose, and they're choosing TJJ because they say, if I'm going to spend four weeks in Israel, and I know it's going to be fun across the board, then I want it to be fun and inspiring. 
So that's really what, what, what drives them here. It's amazing. Uh, I don't think they would have chosen necessarily to, to come on a Kolel program. <laughs> right. But what's fascinating is that, and you're seeing it tonight, is that these kids, once they're here, this becomes one of the highlights of the summer for them. The, the and it's not unusual, the by the way, that they would then next summer go to a Kolel program. Right? Not, unusual. not unusual. I, I, I mean, I wish it were uh, right, more, you know, common, it, more, more common, but it is absolutely right. not unusual. Rabbi Mitha Greenland with us, International Director of NCSY. Um, uh, we spoke earlier, I don't remember who the conversation was with at that point, but we spoke of the expansion of NCSY to South America, other places. We've heard of successful programming that you've had in Europe, etc. So we understand in terms of you know, geography and size, the organization continues to grow. In what other ways is NCSY growing? What's happening now that wasn't happening 20 years ago in your typical NCSY region? Right, so there, there's just so many answers to that question, thank God. Um, and and uh, the reason there are so many is because the work really can never end. Um, the, the first and foremost answer is that, that I would say the, the, uh, the, the, the breadth of the, the types of teens that we're working with, even within North America, is widening. Interesting. Um, there, there is, we have single gender programming now that we're running, not just in the summertime, like Kolal Michlel had given, built our, our fantastic single gender summer programs, um, but single gender programming for girls in New Jersey, single gender programming for girls in Chicago. Huh. There are so many communities where we see that, that our day schools are doing an unbelievably terrific job at educating our children. But the inspiration of an NCSY-type experience is, is it's very difficult for, for a teacher who's responsible for grading and attendance and things right. like that to, to, uh, to be able to inspire a teenager in the same sort of way. And so we, we've definitely expanded to, uh, I would say, to, to, to reaching a segment of the population that, that, is, uh, that is to the right. Um, that that uh, that NCSY perhaps traditionally would would have said that's that's beyond the scope. Those kids really need the chizuk, need the inspiration also, and 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 that's uh, it's one area of programming. I would also add that that uh, that there's a there's a demographic expansion within we'll call them Jewish ethnic communities. Um, Hiring Israeli staff people to work with Israelis, Bukharian staff people to work with Bukharians, Persians to work with Persians, Syrians to work with Syrians, um, Russians to work with Russians, because the Jewish community in America today is more diverse than it's ever been in terms of the background of the, uh, of, of the population, maybe than, than ever since uh, the, the melting pot of, of, uh, of 80 years ago. Right. So that, that is... That is uh, Part and parcel of what NCSY is is uh, is working on now in terms of expansion, and it all seems to be working and working very well. Thank you. It that is amazing. We're uh, we're very proud, but but as I mentioned, we there, there's there's virtually no end to the work that has to be done. Rabbi Micha Greenland is the international director of NCSY. Continued success. Continued nachos from programs like tonight. <laughs> and I don't, mean, I don't mean mine. I mean the one that says Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and continue to enjoy. Well, we can have nachos of the uh, Nachum Siegel <laughs> show also. Thank you. And continue to enjoy what's happening here throughout the entire uh, Israel during its summer programming. Thank you, Nachum. appreciate the opportunity. I thank you. Uh, more coming up. You're listening to a JM in the AM Thursday morning edition. And there is, in fact, more coming up if you keep it here at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jamnam.org and on the NSN app.
J.M. and the A.M. Off the Waterbury Yeshiva album, Stay With Me, that's Kia V. Rabbi Moshe Benevitz is with us. He leads uh, NCSY Kolel and uh, was, of course, uh, leading this amazing celebration that we just saw as the Hachnas' Sefer Torah, as far as we're concerned, uh, that the Cutler family is dedicating has already begun. Uh, Rabbi Benevitz, who chose the playlist for tonight's uh, celebration, who was well, we, in charge we, of choosing this. I'm sure there's somebody here in Kolel. We take our cues, of course, from JM and the AM. <laughs> yeah, I and, doubt uh, that. <laughs> try to get all of our inspiration from there. The but you must have a list. staff member yes, that you turn to. Yes, we do. Yes, you know, we what's do. next? That well, where I know we you spoke to Rabbi this. Kamenetsky earlier, right. and he kind of leads the uh, charge with that. There's nothing like a Friday night tish on the NCSY Kolel, and he's got, uh, he's got the entire staff following his very, very impressive lead. Now, is this what's happening 10 o'clock every night? There's some type of... Uh, uh, this is actually uh, quiet down. It's a little bit of a lull after all that excitement that you just saw. On a normal night, we'll have guys, and this is, it's volunteering on top of volunteering. The whole program, of course, is, is a voluntary learning experience, right. which makes it so very different than what many of them are used to from a more regimented and almost forced type of school experience. And the late night is, is some of the most exciting parts here on the program, uh, as they'll just come back to the base measures, because they want to be in this atmosphere with this energy and with this uh, incredible staff. They do get to see a lot of Israel, though, right? Nonstop. They're out. We had on our first, we're actually only, believe it or not, what you saw here tonight is only uh, day eight of our program, and they've been out on some type of significant excursion uh, every Seven of these eight days, seven of these eight days they've been out. We were in a water park uh, out in Tel Aviv. They've been on a major teal already. Uh, they've been hiking around the hills around Yerushalayim over here. They've spent time, much time, in the old city of Yerushalayim. They've spent some time in Beit Shemesh already. Uh, they've spent time halfway across the country uh, just in these first few days. Israel has a lot to offer, huh? It's tremendous. <laughs> when, uh, when, when these guys get exposed to some of the, of the beauty and really the depth of what's going on here, it touches them in a very, very special way. It's incredible what you've built here, and uh, B-U-I-L-T, not a reference to your <laughs> that cousin, too. cousin summer program. That too. Uh, but it is amazing what you've built here. And uh, this is all on the campus of R.U. Shalayim, which has been a yeshiva here for a long time. Sure. And gives you the opportunity to have over 220 students, 220 campers here on the campus, and to uh, and to do this every single summer. And as we said earlier, if people don't, if they don't answer the call early enough, there's not a chance there'll be a staff member, and there's maybe not a chance that there'll be a camper. Because I assume you have to stop registration at some point. We as do, well, right? we do. Unfortunately, we're always looking for ways to take more and to take this uh, this beautiful experience and share it with as many as possible. We're here. We're here for the community. We're here for everyone. And uh, if you could just sum up by telling us why this whole thing works, what would you say? Why is it that this is a, a spiritual experience that students, especially 10th grade, I guess the bulk of them are in 10th grade, right? The bulk of everyone here. That's the, the biggest group grade, right? we have from after 11th. Right, but 10th too. grade yeah. is an example right. How, why it is that they're thirsting for this type of experience and why it is that this fulfills, or I should say fills that need for them. What would you say? I think that a lot of us, and especially the younger ones in our community, they are seeking out something that they could be passionate about and something that they could be proud about. And what you saw tonight and what we were able to share with your listening audience was people watching a Torah being completed and feeling the exuberance of that and that, that passion and that pride. And when they get a taste of that, they just want more. I uh, can't thank you enough for your hospitality. I can't thank you enough for coming. <laughs> You've been an amazing host, and I thank everybody here at NCSY Colel for the very warm welcome. And uh, there'll be activity now, I guess, for at least the next couple of hours, right? Uh, be no one's going to sleep just quite yet. Yeah, there'll be sure. people in the base medrish. There certainly will be. Plenty of action, I'm sure. Thank you very much, Ray Benevitz.
Thank you. I greatly appreciate it. David Cutler, who gets the opportunity not just to see the success of one program up close and personal, he gets to see the success of many, many programs up close and personal. Uh, first of all, Mazel Tov to you. I would Thank guess you. you were uh, you were taken by the way NCSY Kolel reacted to the Safer Torah. I would assume I was. It was it was uh, quite beautiful, but. Uh Quite, ex- I think expected. It was, this is a, an unbelievable program, and I expected nothing less. And every time you show up here, you feel this avira. You feel the atmosphere do, of what yeah. Kolo's all it's, about. It's, there's nothing like it. It's very special. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's natural. It's very natural. Thank See, God. now I understand so much of what we've discussed in the past. Because you've said to me how, you know, seeing these programs in action is a life-changing experience and how one appreciates the uh, amazing thing uh, that NCSY Kolo and the other programs do. Uh, but secondly, I see that the... The, the desire that you have to spend as much time as possible during the summer in Israel when you say that this is your favorite part of the year, now I get it. Now I understand why. Because you go and you, be in, and you're, and you automatically are inspired by what you're seeing and what you're experiencing. So we say kudos to NCSY Cola, but there's so many other programs that have to be cited. And I'm not going to do it one by one, but there's a lot of great work being done out there with a lot of wonderful madrichim, great staff members, and a lot of life-changing experiences. And how it is that some of these public school students latch on to these programs, not necessarily COLO, although I think we did discuss that that does happen, but how they latch on and incorporate so much of Judaism into their lives because of it, to me, seems just unbelievable. So. Yeah, well, you saw, you saw it firsthand here tonight, how our, our programs can mesh together. I'll give you an example. Friday night, this Friday night, three TJJ buses are going to get together on the roof of Eish Torah and have a beautiful Kabbalah Shabbos, uh, followed by a beautiful dinner. And then they're going to join together with the Tish from uh, Built. So the actual, the, the Built program, not the what we built, but build the Built, <laughs> the Built program. And, uh, and again, it's another example. And anybody who's in the area, you know, that night is going to come to the Old City and join us for a beautiful Tish. And, uh, you know, that we're doing many more programs together with our different programs. But like you said, you know, when you're here in Eretz Yisrael, someone said to me the other day, you know, you're going to be here for Tish above. And I said, I haven't been in, in, in America for Tish above now in seven, eight years. Um, it would be weird for me not to be here for Tishabov because spending that last 90 minutes at the Kotel with, uh, with, with Kolel and the 500 people who join us and a couple thousand who watch us around the world, uh, there's nothing like it. So uh, it's, it's, it really, you know, they say a picture is worth a thousand words, and it's nice to see it online, but when you're, in, when you're here in the base matters tonight, you, you had to walk away inspired. You can't not, not love what you see and not want to be a part of it. And uh, it's, that's why I spend as much time here as I can, especially towards the end of the summer, where you see what took place from the first day of the summer till the last day of the summer. You know, and they say uh, it's, it really is. The proof is uh, it's really just spending the time. Now, you said something to us, I believe it was in your office, which I don't think is secret information, and that is that the moment the summer programs are back in the United States, that's the moment that next year's registration opens. Correct. I don't know if that's the, what happens uh, every year, but it's happening like that this start, year. It started last year already. Uh, we used to start, we did a thing called pre-registration, which we used to start in September. You have pre-registration special, we get your name in the system, you put your name in, and then if you register the first week that we actually open registration, you get a certain discount. I've been getting more and more pressure just to start registration earlier. <laughs> so now, the day the program lands, like the first one, for example, will land next, God willing, July 27th, a week from, uh, from today, uh, from, from Wednesday, yeah? Yeah. So... Pre-registration for TJJ next year for the summer programs will start on July 27th. Uh, so it's, it's, that's what we do. Every single program that lands, they get an email that day, giving them the opportunity to pre-register for the following summer. So it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty intense. Which means that uh, this is a, a good piece of advice for parents out there and for others who feel that anything we've discussed during this show might be 
for their own child, or any teacher who feels it might be for their student, or any rabbi who feels it might be for their congregant. Take advantage. Check out the website, NCSY Summer, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, summer.ncsy.org. Uh, and really, again, the thing that we, we st- stands out about us is our diversity. There's no matter what your child is interested in, we have something for them. And now we even have a program, if, you li- if, if your daughter likes to act or sing, and she's in grades 4, 5, 6, 7, or 8, so we've branched down to, uh, to a younger age. And they want a girls' program that's inspiring and teaches you how to act. They're going to an off-Broadway show tomorrow. Uh, Wicked, I think it's called. And uh, it's a wonderful program called Camp Maor. You know, so we really we we have a lot more niche programming now. We we really have something for everybody. Again, whether it's learning, whether it's Teul, whether it's a camp sports program in America, our Give West program on the West Coast, uh, you know, our programs that go through Europe. Uh, and God willing, next year, as we'll find out tomorrow night, there's going to be even uh, even more programs to offer. God willing. You're looking forward to Yom CSY? Yes, uh, a little nervous. I'm not going to lie to you, but it's exciting, <laughs> exciting. There's a lot that goes on, as you see here tonight. There are a lot of uh, logistics, as you, you know. You spoke to uh, Masai yeah. Hudi. Really, it's really. I think their most difficult job of the summer is probably not taking care of all the arrangements for our programs, but it's putting together Yom NCSY, a program for 2,000 people that starts, you know, with uh, with our gap year fair, goes through a, a large barbecue slash really nice. Uh, catered event for all different kinds of audiences and then ends up with a mega event that's going to include Naftali Bennett, Miriam Parrots, uh, Benny Friedman, Shlomo Katz, you know, great videos of all the programs, uh, you know, great singing, dancing, Nachnosa Sefer Torah, and then the concert. It's a lot of work to put together, you know, including from every detail from food to security to everything that's done. It's, uh, it's a wonderful work that we're everybody, it's a labor of love that everybody does together. And uh, it'll be nice when it's over because it's a lot of work, but uh, Baruch Hashem, we're looking forward to it. Well, earlier in the week we saw the venue, and already it looks spectacular. And at that point it was empty. I'm sure when it's full it's going to look even better. God willing, God willing. Thank you very much for everything. Thanks for having us here and uh, continued success with what has become a real hallmark of Jewish life in the United States, and that is uh, having students go to Israel and uh, and other places to enjoy an amazing summer. So kudos to the NCSY well, Summer Program. Thank you for joining us. It was wonderful that you could see it with your own eyes, and uh, hopefully we'll do this again. And tomorrow, Yom NCSY. Not Looking well. forward to Not it. Well. Uh, David Cutler, he is the uh, director of all the NCSY Summer Programs. Final words coming up. We're in uh, NCSY Kolel, and NCSY Kolel is uh, here in Beit Meir in Israel. And we have a unique opportunity tonight to be here and to witness all of this firsthand. And a real honor to uh, present it to you here at JMA. I want to thank our friends at the Inbal Hotel who continue to serve as our uh, headquarters while we are in Yerushalayim and in the state of Israel. I want to thank, uh, take this opportunity to thank our um, friends at TravelCell and TravelCell.com who keep us connected back to the United States for family, friends, and staff so that we can be connected via telephone, via my wife, via, what's it called, MiFi? MiFi cards, my Wi-Fi cards, and everything else that they do, you can go to TravelCell.com or dial 718-382-6500, 718-382-6500. And I remind you that today's live lunch on Thursday coming up starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time will be conducted by Avrami, who is going to be sitting in, Avrami Finkelstein, sitting in for me for a Thursday live lunch. I'll be coming up here after uh, JM and AM and after our programming between 9 and 11 AM. Uh, more coming up. Keep it right here at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. Around the world on the web at jmandam.org.
I just predicted that Shlomo Katz will uh, play this song tomorrow night off of his latest album. It's called Yismach Melech. He'll be one of the featured entertainers and presenters at Yom NCSY. Shlomo Katz. We're going to try. We're going to try our best. Uh, it'll be a Friday morning jam in the AM for us. We're going to try our best to feature some of his music and some of the musical presentations that will be uh, at Yom NCSY tomorrow, uh, which will be a lot of fun. Nothing like a great live concert performance. Uh, my thanks, everybody, at um, NCSY, and a reminder that uh, our Friday morning program will, in fact, emanate from Barilan and the Thursday evening Yom NCSY celebration. And Sunday, we are at uh, Yeshivat Makor Chaim in the Gush, and that program will air Monday morning, first of our three weeks programs. I will have that for you this coming Monday morning at JM in the AM. Full day coming up, of course, as you would suspect on a regular Thursday schedule, including uh, Rami Finkelstein sitting in for me during the live lunch between 11 and 1 Eastern Time. Um, you can hear it all at jmnam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Achenu Yisrael and Achim our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and on the NSN app. And that will wrap things up from NCSY, Colel and Beit Meir, Israel. My thanks to... Uh, all right, now that's the way to react. Um... My thanks to all, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where were they when we needed them? Uh, my thanks to everybody here at NCSY, Colel, David Cutler, Ari Benevitz, and the entire staff, and all the people who helped uh, make this radio program a reality. Big thanks to our entire staff, who I won't name by name right this moment, but uh, who I've again done. I'm sorry? I forgot all, I forgot all the names. Uh, but they have done an amazing job for us all through the trip, and of course, tonight. Visiting NCSY Kolel. Tomorrow it's from Yom NCSY. Make sure to join us, everybody. Till then, Nachum Siegel reminding you remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.